Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. I poured it in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Make some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. God damn it, man. Oh, my God. Oh, uh-oh. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with... Well... Expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. All right. Hey, welcome to the program. There is a Pokemon battle going on at the Hop Grenade right now. And I'm not involved in it. Which is amazing. <laughs> I thought you would have started it. Like Ground Zero here. No, it I outgrew that. Uh, there's like a whole... <laughs> the hop grenade apparently is triangulated between three locations. Yeah. Whatever those are. Uh, um, there are two water, yeah. uh, two, the water fountains. The water fountain, the clock. the clock tower, and the EJ Fair sign. Oh. But the patio of the hop grenade is the only place you can sit where you can access all three of the things. <laughs> So, as much as I want to bash this Pokemon situation, uh, yeah. we have seen a significant boost in sales since it launched really? last week. Really? Yeah, yes. wow. been in the early evening. Yeah. People get off work, they come right over. It's been really... It's busy right now. It's been really strange. One of my managers is like the mayor of Pokemon around here or something. I don't know how that works, but he like... He beat, gave you the statistics he, and so He knows what's going on. He does, like, but he's like the leader. Like, he... Oh. He beat everybody in the oh. gym. I think they're called gyms. Yeah. Is that where you fight? That's where you fight. Yeah, you fight other Pokemon. Yeah. My, should... my nephew's been teaching me about the Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Do you know what it means? Uh, yes. Tell like me. Pocket Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, originally, it was called Pocket Monster. Pocket like back Monster. in the day. Yeah. And then they changed it to Pokemon. Pokemon. Um, I've seen your manager. He should go to a real gym. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a virtual one. Yeah. Uh, I know. Getting fat. He's the mayor. 
<clears throat> yeah, you know me. I want to hate this Pokemon thing, but um, I'll take a boost in sales any day of the week. Sure. For a business thing, I think it's great if you can track people. Yeah. But now i got to look at all these idiots like sitting around my picnic table. Yeah. You on know, your phone all the time. On a, you know, at least now they talk to each other. Like they're on their phones, no, they're, yeah, but they're, they're, they're talking not, yeah, to yeah, each they're other. Not, yeah, they're, they're talking local anyway. Yeah. So that's, that's something. That's cool. You did uh, something. That's the thing. That's a scary table over there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is a table of people that before a week ago never left their home. No. And Maybe we should. You get them a, a discount, like a dollar off, if you show you just what you captured something. Don't something. you start, Tasty. <laughs> people, give me that thing. Give me that piece of paper right there on the clipboard. So this group is oh, organized. They're asking, they're yeah. asking already. Yeah, these people. Yeah. Oh God. These people, That's the kind of group I want to form. So the, I, I, I know what you mean. All right. Uh, attention, downtown Concord business owners. Attention. This is a letter. Very formal. Yes. No, uh, nobody read it. Yeah. <laughs> if, you don't, if you're not a business owner, don't fucking so read it. There's a name given at the end. It sounds like it's... Yeah, it's all there. Uh, on, on Saturday, July 23rd, beginning at 8 p.m., we'll be hosting a Pokemon Go gathering for the downtown mm-hmm. Concord area. Uh, the group will be starting in Toto Santos. That's the plaza that we're in. Um, and making our way through the downtown area. Current estimations show. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. Uh, that nearly 600 people have expressed interest in this event. Wait. Est- they, they're estimating that there's a lot of people who've shown interest. It sounds like <laughs> they're, they're estimating <laughs> interest. Yeah, right. Well, so you know how I, I'm guessing that there's a Facebook event. Yeah. And you can just press the interested button instead right. of like I'm attending. And maybe, yeah. and maybe they've had that many people do it. By the looks of this park, w- uh, when I left here last Monday yeah. at like 11 p.m., you yeah. know, everything's closed around here at that time. That's when we do last call. Uh, there were mobs of people out there. Like, what's a mob? 30 people? Okay. That's just a lot like, in the park. Not doing drugs, not a, selling drugs, no, not skating. Just, and they're coming and going, too. It's not the same 30 all night. They come and they get their, do their it, thing and then they leave. Right. So they wanted, they, in an effort to take advantage of this unique situation <laughs> and uh, create a mutually beneficial situation for Pokemon Go players and business owners, we'd like to pitch the idea, uh, consider offering small discounts, rewards, or perks. To Pokemon Go players, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go that. No, no, of course not. After 600, that's all free. They, you, you'll be turning them away. Why bring bring them in? Yeah, well, no, a, plus a, we're already the only place they can come and do all the things. So I have oh, this I unique you don't need to. advantage. I get that. And I, I don't want to open a can of worms with this thing. While it's a boost now, if the place you know, in a month from now, becomes completely overrun by Pokemon <laughs> players than our regular customers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I need to find a nice balance in between. You're welcome to come here, but I don't need to give you a discount for that. No, you don't. Buy a beer and shut up. Yeah, we're just going to delete all those pictures of the clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. God you bless know. him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the jury's still out on this one. It could be no, a short too, too boost, many of them. but they don't uh, need a discount. yeah, exactly. But yeah, they've been sitting at the, at my picnic table out there for since I yeah. got here three hours ago or something. Yeah, how many of them are not drinking beer? Uh, good question. I do see some beers on the table. Yeah, oh, good point. Actually, I see two beers and eight people. Might be the same two beers. I know that's the problem. Apparently, this same group because this uh, this group goes it starts at like six p.m. and goes to like one a.m. We close at 11 on, on weekdays. Yeah. They came and asked our manager, who's the Pokemon <laughs> guy, <laughs> if we would consider staying open. open until 1 
for them. Anything for you guys. Whatever you guys want, I'll stay here. Doesn't matter. Come on forever. Yeah, let's do it. We got to unite. We got to team Valor forever. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, no, yeah. absolutely not. Are you team Mystic? Because if you're team Mystic, you can go fuck right off. <laughs> Is, how, what are the teams? Is that one of the teams? Valor, Mystic. I, those are the only two that I know. There's four. It sounds like a Hunger Games yeah. thing. It's 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 very strange. It's very strange. And apparently, I wish there's... they fought to the death. That'd be so much better. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, there's like uh, signs now, like uh, essentially gang signs. Mm. So when you're all out catching monsters, you can let everybody know no. what team that you're on. Or not. Just yeah. by throwing the sign. Yeah. Uh, Please don't do that, people. Where's Eric? So, so I want to see his sign. Sam, <laughs> Sam was telling me that there are um, there are reports of people. Um, so so you can buy a lure, right? Okay, yeah. So you buy a lure, and then somebody comes and they play with you. Yeah, there are people getting robbed. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Ard. Oh my god. Um, Ard. Yeah, people Ard. getting stabbed. Really? Stabbed. Yeah. Two guys fell off of a cliff. <laughs> What? Because the they're clip? not like watching where they're going. They're not exactly. watching where they're going. Uh, people have found dead bodies. Or? No, no, it's it's yeah. like made actual news. Okay. Uh, people have found dead bodies. Wow. Some chick in Michigan, yeah. I think, found, found one, and then someone I think in LA somewhere. found another one. Yeah. Don't play Pokemon near the Hudson River. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> they that. get extra points. No, I don't think the <laughs> think Pokemon killed the person, but I think that while out scouting <laughs> Pokemons, think. they found the body. I see. Oh yeah. And I, th- I think the, wow. the first report of someone getting robbed for their iPhone happened within like two hours of the game actually being released. Okay. <laughs> someone just walking through where they're not supposed to be. Yeah. Got stabbed and jacked for their phone. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're not ready for it. You're looking at the phone. People, yeah, people yeah. aren't paying attention. They're like... They get uh, the first move every time, doesn't it? Really? Uh, High Street in Oakland? Sure, I'll go there. Yeah, yeah 98th Ave. Let's 98th do it. 98th Ave. People are like, oh, there's a Golf lure. Links. <laughs> looks, yeah. looks normal on the screen. But the locals fried. are going like, great. Right. Wow. Pokemon gone. <laughs> That's JP's team. Pokemon, I'm out of here. All right. Well, hey, good luck to you all out there. And um, I don't know. Godspeed. Something. Hey, thanks to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com right now and check them out and you should do your ordering from More Beer. They're great people. They support this program. They have been since the beginning, and we love them for it. Uh, they got locations uh, in two different places in the U.S., shipping locations anyway. They have several retail locations, but uh, two different shipping locations. You get everything fast, and uh, they're our favorite people in the homebrew world. Love those guys over at More Beer. Tonight's show, we've got Bo Shiner from Austman Brewing out of Trondheim, Norway. And uh, that's exciting. International month. Yeah, uh, we had right. uh, our first South African brewer on last week. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Who uh, was a lot of fun to talk to and uh, kind of convinced me to put South Africa on my travel list. He sent me an email after the show and he's like, so, uh, you know, I, I think uh, Justin and Doc were more interested in our strip clubs than, than the beer that we make. But True, uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, ah, that sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> but that's every interview we do. For sure. No yeah. offense, right. Mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he said they have, the, you know, there's a strip club right down the road from the brewery. So he started it. He did. Yeah. He would, though. Yeah. We finished. Um, but, you know, I, I love traveling, but, uh, you know, South Africa was never really on my list. But, you know what, talking to him, so put it, I put it on the list. 24-hour flight or something like that. <laughs> it's huge. It's uh, a long flight. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a long way. It's a big continent over there. I don't know if you've seen it. Heard about it. <laughs> Never seen it. Yeah. You could probably do that flight without eating, huh? <laughs> I, I could. Actually, probably couldn't. Yeah, so JP missed the show uh, last week, um, a little procedure. 
Yeah, I had uh, my, he, my first colonoscopy. How's the beehole doing? It's fine. Yeah? It was totally easy, man. It was? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's something to be proud of or worried about. <laughs> yeah, they, put you, they put you under. You don't even like Yeah, that. yeah, but what about yeah. after? Is there any soreness? Is no. there any discomfort? No, honestly, no, like, you didn't well. even know anything had happened. I didn't know anything had happened. It was uh, honestly the worst part was not eating. Oh, before because you can't eat like the day the day before the procedure. You you have to you can't eat solid foods. You okay. have to eat green jello, green or yellow jello. Uh, you know, water, tea with no milk, and like you can drink soda, like fucking Seven Up. Yeah. I never drink soda, but we got a little cans of soda. Anyway, I'm like eating green jello like it's going out of style because I'm trying to like get something and like cho- almost choking on it. I'm like trying to shovel it down in large chunks. Yuck. And I'm so I'm so hungry by like three o'clock on Monday that I'm ready to punch a hole in the wall. I got hangry. I talked to him. Oh. He was so mad. On I was the so phone. mad. So angry. Oh, uh, that was the worst part. And then so then you go to bed hungry and then you wake up on Tuesday morning and then you realize that your uh, fucking deal's not till one o'clock. Oh, so did you sit there at the hospital? I, no, 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 no. I sit at home pacing. Oh, to like ten thirty, eleven, eleven yeah. till, till Taryn comes to take me to the hospital. I'm like starving. I just I can't even deal with my life. I'm so I was so hungry. That was the worst part. So all the shitting was fine. It doesn't matter. So you can't really do anything. So you don't have a lot of energy. You're just kind of how many times did you rub it out between the time you None. stopped eating? And Zero. So I was so uninterested in doing anything. <laughs> was like no, I, I just, didn't want this. I can't even do it. All yeah. I could focus on was the pain in his stomach, and then <laughs> yeah. he didn't feel well either. That wasn't just the hunger. It was like your whole system was screwed up. Right? Yeah, it was weird. It was just a weird thing. I played I played video games yeah. a lot, and Taryn's like, I give you, uh, I give you free reign just to not do anything, and I'm like. I don't do anything anyway. So I was it's fine. Say, is, is that a thing now that you guys are married? She has to. Are you just? <laughs> are you just was kind of you're really busy. Well, day? no. I mean, you know, a lot of times I'll ask for stuff to do around the house because I want to help out. You okay, know, because yeah. she makes all the money, and uh, <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah. it makes her feel good. It makes me feel good. Okay. Uh, and then I don't do it. Uh, <laughs> right. Anyway, she's like, you can just hang out because you know you won't have a lot of energy. I'm like, okay. Great. Sounds good. <laughs> you don't have to do all the things you said you were going to do for the last <laughs> year. Right. Just no, hang you don't out have to today. do it. It's fine. That's <laughs> yeah, like a guilt-free day. You yeah. have one guilt-free day. Yeah. Well, that's nice of her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the procedure, the procedure was fine. I don't know, man. I got, I got okay. real anxious. Yeah. And my anxiety kicked in pretty hard. Okay. Um, but I, I worked through that. And then, uh, you know, we, they wheel you into the room, and everyone's, like, just kind of hanging out. And... Uh, uh, you're on like the heart monitor with like the two stickers here and like one on the side. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they're like, okay, roll over on your side and bring your knees up to your chest. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. Wait, when, why should you be asleep by now? <laughs> Not yet. No, they stay in the name. I don't even want to get into the position. Yeah, oh, it was great. I, I had to do that once just for the finger. Yeah, the finger's terrible. You've got an IV then, right? This is the, yeah, I had the IV then. Right, so. And then uh, the lady looks at the, the, the heart monitor and she goes, oh, You've died. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? She goes, oh, like one of your stickers came undone. Let me see. So I'm like facing her. She does and not I, know who she's talking to. No. And then I'm like. You want to hear that when you're coming out of the end. Right, right. And so I'm like, okay. okay. First. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I think it's this one like underneath me. Like when I rolled on my side, I think it pulled it out. And she goes, okay. Oh, yeah, here it is. Let me reattach it. And she like pulls up my gown and she like takes a gander at my little penis. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like sitting there and it's, it's cold in the she's room. She's having a look. And I'm like. Oh, it looks like the, the the blackness of space with all the pubes, everything just like retracted. And I'm like, this, this she was hot. And I'm like, oh, this lady's looking at my little peener. I feel, and like, oh, I felt so bad for her. Yeah. If she was that hot, just think how we would have felt if it would have gone the other direction. Oh, 
that's true. Well, I was, and then I was nervous. So then she gives you like the two injections and the IV. And then next thing I know, literally, Taryn's standing over my bed and they're yeah. like ready to. I'm like already dressed. Yeah. I don't know how they dress. <laughs> I don't know if I dressed myself. I'm assuming I did. I don't remember it. I'm like firing off emails in the car and like nodding off. Like I, oh I was God. fucked up for like four, 24 hours afterwards. Yeah. Um, but I was concerned like coming out of it. That I would that be... the nurse thought you were a eunuch? <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Uh, uh, no, oh, you're like bald guy on Game of Thrones. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> no, and I, I was... love your show! <laughs> yeah, you're so good! Ferris, you're amazing! No, but like that I would like say some weird shit, because my last surgery, I was like, came yeah. out saying weird shit, but apparently, it, you know, it's a sedative, not a general anesthesia, so it's different, but I was still like... Yeah, I don't know. Still, still nervous. I'd be talking about the hot nurse who looked at my wiener. <laughs> yeah, Did you see my wiener. <laughs> yeah, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, she you gotta look, look at, at it. it a different. Time. She didn't want to see you it gotta, when it's it's cold on the table. <laughs> the fact that it's missing that would you know. I'm a shower, not a grower. <laughs> oh, wait, other way around. Other way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but everything you know, I think is fine. All right, but no, no, no soreness. It was fine. Okay, yeah. good for you. Yeah, thanks. Well, it's good to have you back. Uh, Beardy be also back. missed last week and <coughs> is missing this week. I don't like shows without Beardy because who, who am I going to uh, yell at? Beardy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. JP, yell at Doc. Right? No, yell at Doc. Um, oh well. So no Beardy this week. He says he'll he just working to get that brewery open. Oh, that's right. I see him posting that. He's yeah, he says he thinks it'll be the last week he has to miss because they must be getting close to. Just being up and running. So he's going to fill the fermenters, is what he's doing. Probably. I hope yeah. so. All right. So let's get to it. A few announcements. The Hop Grenade second anniversary is Sunday, August 7th. Hope to see you local BN Army people out here. We have a pretty amazing beer list going on for that. And uh, that's the event. It's just great beer. We save some of it throughout the year. And then we also uh, get some of it from our brewery friends, uh, you know, fresh and, and ready to go. Uh, of course, we'll have some things from the Rare Barrel, I think Cellar Maker. And uh, the one I'm most excited about is from Faction Brewing Company company uh roger davis's brewery uh because they brewed our second anniversary beer and uh also awesome. it's a hop grenade pale ale or something hop grenade pale ale it's Excellent. a it's a uh, pretty hoppy pale ale with all new zealand hops okay new zealand um he's ex- uh, roger's excited to use them uh he so they they've never well, even which, yeah when a cloud, that's kind of what you want to do do some one-offs kind yeah of. he, he couldn't even pronounce them yeah it's a little um it's almost an ipa really i it's a six, oh, weird it's a six percent pale ale um that's an ipa hoppy so that's it's an kind IP- of an ipa it is an ipa pale ale is 5.5 <laughs> and lower uh, i'm not gonna argue with the guy yeah. he's calling it hop grenade pale ale and, and of course he we'll see what happens uh, but i'm excited about it it smelled wonderful i went down there for the brew day and so did a couple people here from the hop grenade uh so excited about that one so come out for it's the first beer anybody's brewed for the hop grenade so that's kind of exciting I think. Uh, yeah, I think so for the hop grenade. The for, brewing, for this place. Not they, for the Brewing uh, Network. Not for but, uh, yeah, for, for Sounds that. right. So, all right. So we're doing that. And then while we're on the faction subject. Oh, yeah. You know, they've got a festival on uh, Saturday. Uh, Ales for ALS. It's, it's a, this Saturday, the 23rd. Saturday at 1 o'clock, 1 to 5. Um, Good event. It's a really great event. Uh, there'll be breweries there from, uh, obviously, Northern California, but quite a few from Southern California. Yeah. The reason being is that they... Uh, Every year they make this blend of Hop Union and uh, Loftus Ranches make this uh, blend of hops, and breweries can sign up to use those hops to make an ALS uh, beer. Okay. For which they donate most, of, not all the proceeds. Okay. 
That's a great. He'll be down. He'll be like, uh, you know, our local Rare Barrel and, uh, of course, Faction and uh, Russian field River work was and there. Russian River is always year. there. Field work, yeah. Yeah. And then it's just a great piece of real estate, too. If you've yeah, never it's been a great down time out there. Faction, you're, you know, you, it's just got a great view of San Francisco from Alameda Island. And, uh, yeah, they have great events there. All right, so you can go to factionbrewing.com and check it out and get more information on that. Uh, you can do your Amazon shopping to support the BN. I don't know if you knew that, but you click on the Amazon link right on our homepage. Both our U.K. listeners and our U.S. listeners can do it. Uh, a lot of you do that already. It's just a great way to support us without spending any extra cash. Just do your normal uh, Amazon shopping. So thanks to all of you for uh, who, for doing that. You can also support us by subscribing to join the BN Army. Um, you can uh, do a monthly donation, and you're entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway, which is a gift certificate for $100 that we draw every single month and uh dreams do come true you will they you, sure do you, you can win that hundred dollars well you uh, can't but <clears throat> other people can. but other people can yeah uh, for those of you who have already signed up thank you so much make sure your address is current in your paypal account so that we can notify you when you win we've had that happen before we notify people they never answer we gotta draw another name so um subscribe and join the army it's a great way to help, help us um, get yeah. updates on the brewing network over on twitter and Pokemon book? Pokemon, that's right. <clears throat> that's what it is now, right? It's, it, pretty much, yeah. Everyone's post is all about, Poke- I got a Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. God. <laughs> yeah. No my, one cares. My nephew is away at, was away at camp for the week. Oh, that's right. And I picked him up on Friday. So it like launched on Monday or whatever, right? Or yeah. Sunday. Um, and, and he had been sequestered from the hubbub. Yeah. Which I was really excited about because it meant when he came back, when I picked him up, I wasn't going to have to be bothered with this bullshit. <laughs> right. My fucking brother sent him an email while he was at camp. Keeping him up to date. Oh, yeah, saying, oh, I can't wait. This Pokemon thing, when you get home, you are going to play it. It's out now. Everyone's talking about it. This whole fucking thing. Oh, so then no. Uncle Justin, Uncle Justin, we got to play it. Yeah, I'm, I see him for like eight seconds. I'm like, hey, little Jay, how was camp? How was your week? Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a little monster. He's a pocket monster. But I, you know what? I'm a dickhead of an uncle. I refused to put it on my phone. You should. I did. I put it on my iPad for him. Um, it's like an older one anyway. And I, yeah. I, but it didn't work. Of course poor, not. Poor kid. Like I gave him, I made an account for him and everything. Oh. And the thing just keeps crashing. And I'm like, well, sir. He's like, can't we put it on your phone, Uncle Justin? No, we can't. Why? No. Uh, it's a work phone. I have work to do. I'm a very busy man, little Jay. I'm very, <laughs> yeah. people are calling me every eight seconds. I got a lot of texts to not reply to. <laughs> it's fine. I gotta yeah. not do this. Yeah. So look. No. He doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know that's probably good. I, I I think it's weird. I mean, kids these days are have their noses buried in in in, in electronic devices, anyways. Pokemon now is just more of like a now it's going to cost you as a parent, right? Uh, or now as an uncle, more data and more time to charge your stupid phone. True, but that's another thing. So, all right. I, I guess usually I might complain about the whole kids these days and the yeah. digital all the time thing. Yeah. But it is a nice reprieve from, like, having to do anything with them. So in previous <laughs> years, little Jay got sent out here, like, with his iPad and his little phone and, like, all oh. Apparently this year, my brother decided he should come without without all of his electronic <laughs> devices. And now the largest thing in electronic gaming in like five yeah. years has dropped and he well, can't yeah. be a part of it. 
and he's here for like weeks. And so uh, we just what do we? We just sit in the dining room staring at each other now. Yeah. I don't know what to do with no this music, kid. no eating, just nothing. All right, just, dinner's over. Yeah, and, he's like, and I'm like, you want some ice cream or get? I don't know what to do with you. I want Pokemon flavored ice cream. <laughs> Fine. I don't know. I'm fine. <laughs> Whatever you want. Just stop looking at me and talking to me. At least blink. Just blink. <laughs> do me a favor. No, I do like being around the kid, but I don't know what to do with him anymore. Like, like last year was better. Anything I suggest, he's like, oh, that sounds great. This year, nothing. I don't know. You want to go to the water? I'm like, good things. Water slide park. Well, no. How about the, Pixie Land? I, the little mini so, Disneyland. Yeah, he's 10, though. He's like now. preteen. He's just like uh, in between on that. I took him to the zoo. We saw monkeys. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you enjoyed that. He, he didn't as much. He hated it. Uh, he hated the zoo. He didn't oh, hate it, but he, I was like, what did you think? He's like, it was all right. Take him to fucking Great America. Nah, I couldn't be bothered with that. That's, no? That's a whole thing. No. That one's with the crowds. The, with the crowds these <laughs> days. It's not Disneyland, bro. It is. It's summertime. Nah, you'll be all right. Nah, During the day, you'll be fine. Maybe. We'll see. It's, he's hard to occupy now, though. And he's still in between. Talking, you know, he's just doing my parents old enough did. to go get him laid. My parents are just go outside and play. <laughs> yeah. I could do that, but there's no kids around. That's why I feel bad. My, like, my parents didn't look out, for, out there to see if there's any kids either. <laughs> right. Or kidnappers or. Nah. Uh, like, uh, that's what I mean. Like, when he was nine. He was he it was cool to hang out with me. Yeah. Now that he's ten, he wants to hang out with ten year olds. There's no ten year olds around. I can't help it. No. Ah, so would you just yeah. Yeah. Well, staring is fine then. Is there Tinder for help ten year olds? Oh, he got him a book <laughs> called like, Kinder. Yeah. Kinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can swipe right or left. Who yeah. he wants to play with? I'll right. give him my phone for that. <laughs> Here, go on Kinder. <laughs> uh, it has different meaning in Germany. It does, it's a different yes. app entirely. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what what do you do, man? Well, that's tough. I got him a book. He read it in a day. What book was it? C. Jane Reed. It was like these Bones books. It's like a comic book. It's like a modern day comic. Like it's yeah. It's all. It's a comic strip. Okay. Like Calvin and Hobbes. Remember those yes. books? It's like that. I have them. <laughs> he read it in like an hour. Really. No. So he give, says, give him like some Tolstoy. Give him something to like really chew on. <laughs> I gave him War and Peace. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, Uncle Justin, I don't know. When do you give him back? He's like, I can't tell. Is it the best of times or is it the worst of times? I don't know. <laughs> <What> do <you laughs> can... <laughs> he got through the... He's like, I'm really confused. This is going to be the worst trip he's ever been on. I know. With the or maybe he won't be coming back then. Next year, you go, I'm not sure I want to go this year. Being denied Pokemon, there's no kids to play with. He doesn't know his gender. <laughs> doesn't know his gender. Oh, that's the whole thing last week. Oh yeah. Oh, the no. camp asked him what his preferred gender pronoun is. Are you? F- I'm serious. During oh, yeah. like the, I was sitting right there for the, yeah, for the uh, uh, first part of it. We'll the talk intro. about it off the air. It was on last week's show. But okay. basically, I was so, like, "What the? The kid is so confused right now. He just looked. Why at would- them, like, Finally, he like looked over me, terrified. I was like, he will be fine. You can call him he. It'll be okay. I know. Why wouldn't they ask you? I agree. That's what That's I said last week. That's what so we were said, discussing said, last I'm week. I'm fine the parents. with the conversation. I'm fine with this being a question. But send it to the parents ahead of time in a right. questionnaire. What does your chi- What is your child's preferred pronoun? Right. I don't know. Kid can't even say the word pronoun, much less know what it is. Right. Yeah. So that was a thing. It is going to be his worst trip ever. He's never coming back to, no. see, to visit me again. No. 
I just today I just gave him a pack of cigarettes and I left. <laughs> I had to come to work. And penthouse, the penthouse, <laughs> penthouse forum. Uh, yeah. You know, fucking pamphlet because that's a, like a, like a Reader's Digest size, like the penthouse <laughs> forum. You know, with all the letters. Yeah, like with all of them together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here, learn learn a thing or two, kid. Well, he got tired of me flicking cigarette butts at him all <laughs> yeah. day, so I threw him a pack and I said, "Like, I gotta go." Yeah. Uh, pack Ms. these for me and smoke too. Miss Kate will be home in a few hours. <laughs> Try not to burn the place down. <laughs> right. <laughs> he probably had fun then. All right. Uh, do we have a Twitter game today? Yes, we do. Twitter game is brought to you by our good friends over at HopTech Homebrew Supply. Uh, go check them out at HopTech.com. They're good people doing good things for you. What's our Twitter game? Well, <clears throat> you know, I like Disneyland a lot, maybe too much. Hmm. Uh, and I also kind of like marketing. I like seeing how people market their products and kind of just learning about that. And uh, I think it's a lot of fun. So I thought it would be great if we finally uh, combined the two. Yeah. Um, things uh, Disneyland on the, on and marketing, Disneyland and marketing, and the Brewing Network. So it's oh. a three a three pronged approach. I love, and so ways. I hope you don't mind. But I signed us up to be a sponsor of Disneyland. Oh, oh. yeah. And so you know, there's like the the Coca Cola, you know, Pavilion of the Things or yeah. whatever, right? Um, uh, Lenovia sponsored a thing, and they're like they're they're really big on giant corporate sponsors, and and that's what we are. We're a giant corporation. Yes. So I wanted to put it out there. What uh, what ride should we take over? What ride? Okay. And what should we call it? What should it be? Okay. Yeah. So we can rename it. We can rename it. We can do whatever we want. We we're gonna own whatever ride that the the B and Army decides that we should finally take over. Uh, away from Disneyland, oh, okay. and uh, you know, tell us what it's going to be. Existing rides, man. Yeah. You struck a deal, so we could replace the teacups with beer, with uh, pint glasses. Sure, we can do whatever we want. Right, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Good idea already. Yeah. All right, send that into our Twitter handle, and uh, you can play the Twitter game. Yes. For a prize, people win this thing. You know, people do. I don't know what the prize <laughs> is. It's but... usually like a shirt or something, right, Bebo? We have like a tin. I have like a box of prizes over here. I think that was maybe supposed to go to somebody. They're and, leftovers. And I, I know what they are. All right. We have tin tackers now. Oh, really? I saw those. They're only $15. That's a good deal. Are they in the store? Yeah. That's All where right. I saw it. We did, we're doing things right. Yeah. We've got some new shirts in the store, too. Um, a brand new hop grenade. <laughs> we have a brand new hop grenade shirt. You should go oh, check I it out. Oh, I saw that. You wore, you wore it last week, I think. Yeah. D- uh, our, our local friend, Nick, who does the artwork for Cellar Maker oh, and yeah. Fashion. He did that? Nick oh. Fulmer did it. Wow. And you did a great job. That's in the store. Tin tacker, some other things. Go to the store right now. Check it out. Uh, Flat-brimmed hats, if you're into that sort of thing. We've got those. Oh, gangster style. Yeah. Gotcha. Bro hats. Bro hats, right. Do we, are we going to start uh, selling lift kits for our trucks, too? Already or on, on it. On? The hot uh, grenade lift kit. You missed everything last we week. We have branded truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Only Bevo would think of the truck nuts. He is a real white trash. Hey, speaking <laughs> of nuts, don't forget about our friends over at Adam and Eve. You can go to adamandeve.com and um, for a time, uh, you'll get 50% <laughs> off. For an unknown amount of time. No, no, 50% off just about any one item. And then when you select your one item at 50% off, you're also going to get three free adult DVDs, a free exclusive gift, and to top it all off, Free shipping on your entire order. Are you ready for the exclusive gift? Ready for it. It's the clip bumper. What? Yep, the ideal pressure ring for couples. Uh, He'll love the way the ring lets him stay harder longer. Uh, It increases the strength of orgasm. She'll love the way the pleasure... uh, uh, Oh, the pleasure nubs thrill her sweet spots. This is a pleasure nub. I don't know, but that also implies that there are sour spots, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, unique 
bumper stimulates her clitoris, and then uh, it's soft and stretchy for a comfortable fit, made of premium silicone. Not that cheap stuff. <laughs> None of that cheap bullshit. <laughs> None of that shit from China that's going to uh, get you high. No, it's nope. waterproof, compatible yep. with water-based lubes. That's um, good to know. Right. Good to have one dissolved. It's probably, <laughs> di- it's probably dishwasher-proof. <laughs> You're like, I swear it was there 30 <laughs> seconds ago. I told you to bump it. What are you doing? <laughs> it's not bumping. <laughs> my, stop bumping me. My clit feels the same. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's bumping it. Where's the pleasure nubs? <laughs> yeah. Those aren't nubs. Those are warts. <laughs> Those are working. Uh, go to adamandeve.com. Use coupon code BNARMY at checkout. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y at adamandeve.com. You don't have to go to that creepy store down the road and listen to people like us heckle you. You can do it all online from the comfort of your home. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, our guest, Bo... Shiner from Oustman Brewing Company out of Trondheim, Norway. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Brewing great beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer. For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus. And Radical Brewing, Recipes, Tales, and World-Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications. All the best on beer and brewing. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. 
morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold. 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up a six-pack of cans of Mount Camp Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We got a lot to do today. Uh, before we get to our guest, Bo Shiner from Ausman Brewing Company, uh, they're out of Trondheim, Norway. I wanted to remind you about Great Fermentations. Yeah, one of our wonderful sponsors keeping us alive here at the Brewing Network. Uh, they have the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web, provide same day shipping on some of the main items where you know a lot of other vendors can take up to three weeks. Um, and their staff is some of the best trained in using Blickman products. Top-notch customer service over there. You can go like them on Facebook at GR8 Fermentation, Great Fermentation, uh, and that way you'll get notified of more deals and uh, all sorts of stuff that happens over at Great Fermentations. They can also be found on Instagram at GR8 Fermentation. GreatFermentations.com. Go check them out. Support them for supporting us. All right. As promised, we should have Bo Shiner on the program with us. Bo, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Hey, buddy. Thanks for being on the program. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Now, Bo, your brewery is out of Norway, but I hear you're in the U.S. right now. Yeah, I'm actually in the sprawling metropolis of Rochester, Minnesota, I think. Oh, bustling. Um, Love that yeah. place. I mean... <laughs> I try. I vacation there Something all like the that. time. <laughs> what are you doing? Just traveling across the country? Yeah, man. So I'm I'm from the U.S., uh, but my wife is Norwegian, and um, you know, living you. living over there, we get uh, five weeks of vacation a year. So I come back for a month and mm. kind of do a do a road trip, visiting families slash breweries. How did you meet your uh, Norwegian wife? Ah, uh, dude, you know, 
they actually have an underabundance of uh, short, fat, bald guys in Norway. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm a bit exotic there. <laughs> imported You're like a chick magnet. Wow. Works, works like a mail-order husband. Okay. I like <laughs> no, no, I was uh, actually, it's a long story, but I was, I was working on a cattle station in Australia, and these two beautiful Norwegian women showed up, and I figured if I ever had a chance, that was it. Wait, it. stop it and, right uh, here. You're reciting some porn movie that you watched <laughs> as a child. This is now, so I was working on a cattle I, I station. Yeah. In, in, yeah. Excuse me, sir, I'm, can you I, guide your cattle into my, my pen? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> this is not a real story. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's all true, man. Uh, actually, you're right. I, I I read that on the internet somewhere, and it sounded good. No, so. no. Karen, so two Norwegian women show up. What are they? They sisters? What happens? No, no. Just just best friends, and um, yeah. So a huge huge cattle ranch. Like it was like I don't know, uh, probably a hundred square miles. And uh, there were seven dudes that worked there, but I was the only one who had a full set of teeth. And I figured <laughs> that that was my end. This is and, my uh, chance. Yeah, yeah, man. So now, now I'm traveling across country uh, with two screaming kids in the back, uh, a three-year-old who only speaks Norwegian. Wow! It sounds like, uh, yeah, dude. It sounds like a version of the Swedish chef just, <laughs> all the helium, oh just screaming God. all kinds of nonsense in the back of the car. Can you understand? Like, do you speak the language? Uh, I know there's a lot of people in Norway who listen to your show, so I'm going to say I can kind of understand about half the stuff that's being said. Okay. (laughs) But this is a perfect excuse. My knuckles were so white on the steering wheel that I can barely clutch my beer right now. I all dug in the back of the car and took off to some community park that I'm walking around right now. I wow. hope nobody stops me. Well, you think about it. Toddler uh-huh. Norwegian, right? Yeah. You have to be around toddlers. What's that? You have to, you're, if you're around toddlers, you got to interpret what they're saying because they don't know how to say it. You already so have now you already have to interpret it twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually have a I have a six year old who does all the translating oh, what, what for you, me. What, what nice. Did you do, what, nice. I like that the six year old is translating what your other child yeah. is saying. The six year old's like, "Hey, Dad, what did you, you fucking idiot! The baby's hungry." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys! If you guys only knew, if you. Uh. Only knew. The first time we flew over to the U.S., we were on the flight, and uh, my kid, the the battery on the iPad went dead, and the six-year-old, who was like four at the time, I hear him go, oh, fuck. And I go, oh, sweet Lord. And I look at his mom to make sure she doesn't hear. Right. And I go, Katie, man, you can't use that word. That's an adult word. And he goes, yeah, but oh, this iPad's being a real fucker. And I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I got to cut back. I got to cut back on the profanity. Oh. Yeah. They start using it in context. You know they got to get down really well. Yeah. Here I am on the radio station. Already, I've said it twice. So sorry. About that. <laughs> That's all right. You're in the right place for that. It's okay. So, how long uh, have you lived in Norway? I've been I've been over there for seven years now. Um, and, uh, yeah, language doesn't get any easier. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's so, so you you met your your wife uh, abroad in Australia and um, call his yeah. wife abroad. <laughs> no, I would I would never. And so you must have moved to Norway for her, not because you got a brewing job uh, for or something. Well, yeah, that's that's actually kind of how it worked, and um, I kind of like a, a lot of dudes. I I started as a a, a really shitty home brewer. Um, just uh, I think I got a little bit too into experimentation. A little bit too fast and uh then this brewery down the road from where we were living I, I actually used to be a whitewater rafting guide oh wow and um beer is really expensive and every in norway and every time you flip a raft you have to buy beer <laughs> that's uh, true so, so there's this whole community of international guides that are are pretty good home brewers living in this little community in the middle of uh nowhere norway so i started home brewing there and then um his job opened at a brewery selling kegs, and then it was kind of one of those battlefield promotion situations. Okay. So you didn't have formal training before that? It was just homebrewing, and you, you just jumped in? No, just, just, just homebrewing and a lot of reading. Okay. Got um, it. And it kind of, I'm, I'm not really an alcoholic. I'm an expert. There you uh, go. That's what, that's what we like to say, too. <laughs> right. So what was the first brewery that you worked at in Norway? Well, I worked at this, this brewery uh, called Lervig. And um, they have this, they just have massive systems over here. So my first, my first experience with brewing was on like a, a 280 barrel system. Um, just like, just like dove massive, right like in. 20, 20. Yeah. And it was all manual. So you had to, it was kind of like uh, driving a, a World War II German U-boat. Like you had to adjust everything, Wow. you know, with, levers and and screws and it was i mean it was a really tough way to learn but so um, it was just an old kinda, system no um it was from it was from it was actually from like probably the the late 80s early 90s but they okay. just didn't uh throw down the extra money for the pneumatic valves <laughs> i see it. <laughs> yeah yeah they bought so. it used out of germany Okay, so, so you're just running around pulling valves and wow, <laughs> dude, swearing, sweating, burning <laughs> myself. Uh, I mean, everybody, everybody does that. I think I just did it more than than average. Okay, how long and, did you work there? Uh, I was there for three and a half years, and um, yeah, man, it was it was actually like looking back on it now, like super super good for my brewing. Okay. Um, I just got a lot of experience in a really short amount of time. Did you have good mentors teaching you, or you just you trial by fire? <laughs> I had no mentors really? teaching me for about the first year and a half. Yeah, it was. Um, we were making primarily pilsner, but you know, I, I, I like I, I really like drinking like IPAs or kind of really hopped up pale ales, and I um, I wanted to. Learn how to do it, and then uh, I kind of, you know, at some point you got to put your ego in check. And I, I knew I didn't have the moves, so I, I actually got the benefit of um, finding and hiring my own boss. So wow. I hired this guy out of Denmark who had been brewing in Italy, who's from Pennsylvania, randomly, and um, I learned a few moves from him, a lot about ops, and uh, kind of just. <laughs> Basic, basic, like, ah, oh, 
Oh, that's that's why we use those chemicals in sea hygiene. <laughs> I see. <laughs> hygiene, yeast storage, pretty so, much everything that you should probably know before you use a two hundred and eighty barrel system. And right, like, I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. All right, so I have two questions. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this backwards. Uh, be honest with me. The beer for the first year or so couldn't have been very good. Like that you were making. Oh, dude, it was. It was, man, I, I, I don't want to talk shit about the beer. It was just just really shitty pills, man. Okay. Like, <laughs> like uh, not, you mean like, like before you got there? Yeah, uh, and during. Yeah, I'd like, to say, I'd like to say it improved on my watch, but uh, okay. yeah, nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and all right, then the first question, how did you get the job? I mean... Um, you know, I, I you know we're on we're on the the radio right now, so you, you guys can't really tell how good looking I am. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> right, we can I'm, hear I'm it. Not hard on the eye. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding, man. I um I I started filling kegs and uh, filling kegs, and then kind of started poking around, just get, you know, being interested in uh, the cellar, and I have a bit of uh, mechanical aptitude and fixed a couple of things and like okay. i said battlefield promotion people people quit or moved on to different jobs and they're kind of like hey bo could you fill in for such and such and next thing next thing you know they're like hey bo do you think you can run the brew house <laughs> no but i'll try <laughs> so you're you're basically saying you were the only one left right Dude, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Well, no, obviously you showed some aptitude, and they're like, ah, you know what? The beer sucks already. He'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, let him that, go. That's it, man. That's okay. it. And then, you know, from from there, I actually, um, I, I I was able to rack up quite a bit of experience, and I I managed to kind of move into a, a big Carlsberg brewery, um, just another massive brewery. But um, it, it was kind of like along the lines of craft. This uh, this guy that came over, Mike Murphy, he um, he brought a lot of experience with him, and uh, he's done a lot of lot of collabs with a lot of uh, actually breweries you've had on, like Beaver Town. Um, good good buddies with Sean Hill from uh, Hill Farms. Okay. So he had he had a lot of the the right moves, you know, and I. I really got to learn a lot about like just like ah, so that's that's what makes that taste like that. And moved on to a, a Carlsberg brewery after that, and just uh, I spent a lot of time making like not saying that Carlsberg is good pilsner, right? But like learning how to make lagers right, you I know, bet. like yeah. just doing something consistently day after day, and then having like this huge lab to to back it up right. like did you get the color right did you get the ibus right did you and they can do it to really fine-tune your brewing there yeah there's um, no messing around like they it's either right or it's not there's nothing in between yeah, man. That's it. i'm not saying you want to do something like that for the rest of your life but yeah. for any brewer that has the opportunity to do it for a year like It'll make you a better brewer. Yeah, that sounds pretty. Oh, no, that's actually. true for home brewers too. If they can get their process down so it's repeatable, even if they're not crazy yeah. about it, they can. When they change it, they know what the, re- the result's going to be. They have a, you know, they're able to get that's, used to establishing a regimen. Totally. 
That's it, man. That's it. And uh, so from yeah, there, and, where do you um, go? Is it Oustman after that? Well, then I actually uh, I helped a few little little breweries kind of start up. Like huh? I said, I've got some mechanical aptitude okay. and um, kind of after watching a lot of people kind of make you know the wrong the wrong move starting a brewery, either starting too small or. Um, you know, just starting with bad equipment, what have you. I was able to help a few dudes along. And then um, I've been buddies with the guys at Houseman. It's three three dudes, uh, Thomas uh, Vinko and Anders Cooper. And Coop's kind of this, this anomaly in the brewing world. When he was, like, 18, he went to, like, Pantheon on a summer vacation just hmm. to volunteer there. Really? And, like, clean barrels. Yeah, and that was, like, 12 or 14 years ago or something ridiculous. That's wow. cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, before he was even old enough to drink in the, the U.S., he was, like, interested in how barrel aging started. Wow. And um, it, it kind of, he's a, he's a real good, um, just solid at forming recipes, and he was a really gifted home brewer as well. And a lot of that stuff, kind of my kind of macro experience from his micro experience and we kind of met halfway in the middle and uh so he brings a lot of that to the table okay and um yeah they they asked me um i had finished my contract with uh carlsberg <laughs> they basically brought me in because there were 10 and 200 people from this satellite company to centralize everything uh in southern norway and oslo so I was I was kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life, and uh, they they offered me a job, which at the time, a typical for brewing jobs too, paid probably less than I was making on unemployment. Right. But I just wanted to be back in a brewery. So okay. Hooked up the job. And now you're making exactly what you'd make on unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I get free beer. There you so. go. That's right. <laughs> How long have you been with Ausman now? I've, uh, I've I'm going on one year with uh, with these guys. Okay, and um, it's it's just they're solid, man. Solid guys, solid company, and they're 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 growing. Kind of sometimes, you know, is being part of a company. They're growing at just the right speed, but as being a brewer, it's, it's like, you never, you never stop, you know, like I, I left and I kind of shafted somebody else cause you, you've got to brew all day, every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Forget that other person. Screw them. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I come back and they're like, we, uh, so we heard your interview, and uh, we figured we'd just hire somebody. We'd just promote somebody. It seemed to work for you, man. <laughs> right. Like, shit. I was lying to those dicks. Yeah. Americans, right? God. Uh, crazy. All right, so you must do barrel aging there with your... We do. Yeah, we okay. do. Um, we do We do quite a bit, actually. What kind yeah. of beers do you, do you barrel age? Well, man, um, right now we've been messing around a lot with... Um, so... The system that we're working on is just really good at doing darker styles of beer, um, you know, like brown ales, that kind of thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're in. We're messing with like 
we've got some stuff in um, rum right now, a couple of different varieties of whiskey, and then uh, we just started messing with red wine, which is scary, yeah. uh, bringing that into the brewery. And um, actually, uh, we kind of some interesting experiments with, uh, uh, you guys know anything about Akavit? No. Akavit? Yes. Yeah. No. It's, uh, it's kind of a, it's this Norwegian alcohol that's yeah. uh, brewed with caraway seed and star anise and a bunch of other stuff. It's like a, a heavy-duty schnapps. Okay. And then yeah. they send it on ships from Norway uh, down to the equator and back. And uh, just kind of the swelling and temperature change kind of imparts the uh, the oak into the the spirits. And um, they know that they could oh, just man. like heat up a, a room. <laughs> yeah, right? fucking. Ever, have they heard of global warming, bro? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, gentle rocking motion, and it changed the temperature a little bit. Fucking Norwegians, man. Everything's got to be on a boat and a conquest. Right. No, it's, it's what our ancestors did. We got to do it. It worked for them. We do it the same old way. Yeah. Uh, you just extra room on the boat, you know? All They're right. slow to change, man. Slow to change. <laughs> I guess so. They're also slow to make Akavit because <laughs> right. they sent it to the equator and back. Is it good? Oh, man. Does it taste good? Dude, the, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> kind of like I don't know, fire man. with the aftertaste of burning, but it's all right. <laughs> you kind of, so right. I would, t- you lost me at the star anise, though, that, that, uh, licorice. Yeah. Yeah. But sounds, anyway, I, I've dude, had it before. Sounds it's, too gay for you. You have had it, Doc? Yeah. You like it? I like it, yeah. Yeah. You like that kind of, like, fiery, fiery shit. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. Dude, they put all kinds of, like, that's just one variety of the 700 different varieties of okay. Akavit that okay. come out of Norway and Denmark and Sweden. The main spice should be caraway or dill. Yeah. Dill? <laughs> they like the little seeds. JP, uh, JP did somebody issue with jump on Dill. Google right then and there? Yeah. I'm on Wikipedia right now, yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, awesome, awesome. Uh, is this, is this <laughs> drink straight, or is it like, like frosting and like a, a Bloody Mary no, you with the Dill it, character? You drink it straight, straight, and you usually drink it with all this fatty food. Um, that you've just so, killed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, reindeer. Yeah, it just kind of cuts. Yeah, like yeah, walrus. Well, um, like <laughs> pork belly is a, is a pretty big dish to eat that with and uh you drink you drink it with, while eating endangered species yes. <laughs> while murdering baby oh, seals yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> goes goes great with whale and spotted owl <laughs> uh, right uh, that's the picture on the label is <laughs> a whale beating a baby seal while spotted owl goes uh, yeah <laughs> Oh my God. Look, man, I'm not going to lie to you. When you when you eat lutefisk, which is basically lute or caustic soda cooked fish, oh. it, it doesn't hurt to have something that strong in taste and alcohol to kind of to kill your that get rid of that lie taste, kill your palate first. Yeah. All right. So you're oh, using dude. these barrels for some beer projects. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, and. Uh, they, you know, just doing doing lighter beers in it. Like um, we did a collab with a, a brewery called Horn Beer out of uh, out of uh, Denmark. Okay. And um, we just did a really light kind of Belgian, I don't know, I guess Gusset type beer. Um, 
and threw it in an aquavit barrel for six months, and it seems to be seems to be kind of interesting. We'll uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'm gonna peg it up when uh, when I get back, okay. or, uh, or if Anders hasn't pegged it up by the time I'm there, and we'll see what happens. It sounds like it, it could be an interesting combination. Yeah. And I liked yeah. using something that's unique, you know, instead of just right. wine barrels and uh, tequila barrels are kind of becoming the thing right now. I've seen yeah. a lot of people starting <laughs> to use that. But I like using one from, from where you're from. Well, yeah. and it's culturally uh, relevant, too. That's what I, I mean. like that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. tie is cool. Yeah, that's, that's it, man. That's, that's kind of the whole, the whole idea behind it. And, if, I mean, if the beer is good, then, uh, then why not? Exactly. And if it's bad, then, oh. Well, do something else with it, I guess. So, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. Give it to the fucking Danish, yeah, of put, course. Put it on a ship and then sink that ship. <laughs> At the equator. File an insurance claim. Oh, man, I had this really awesome beer and went down. <laughs> it went down. <laughs> France. They're like, yeah, that's what you do with beer. You drink it. No, no, you don't understand. <laughs> it went down. Um, gone. I got to ask you about this because I have it in my notes here. You guys do open fermentation in uh, yeah. what are called Yorkshire squares? Can can, yeah, can you describe this system so, to me? So, actually, like, basically think of a, a big, like, uh, uh, like, big one-man, five-woman hot tub. Um, they're tiled, aren't they? One-man, five-woman. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I can picture that. I got yeah. it. Yeah, bow party. That's what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> yeah. Right, dude. It's, um, so... These these are actually stainless. They're not tiled, but okay. kind of the the really cool thing about this brewery is um, you just have a huge surface area on these things. So the yeast basically has no top pressure, and it's got you know it's like free range chickens up there. It's um, it's got this huge surface area to kind of get its work done, and there's no stress on it. Okay. So you get these really good esters and in in, in like just a solid yeast profile and on on top of that i mean like working in in big breweries or most breweries with with you know connie's with with closed closed fermenters yeah you kind of get to smell your yeast kind of get to know when it's working okay yeah. but there's something really magical about being able to to see it you know like you can physically see when yeast is ready to harvest right and with ale yeast, because you're always top cropping, you're always kind of getting the the best yeast. Like you like you get it when it's it's at its most awesome. Right. So um, we've we've I think our first generation of American we ran uh, uh like our first pitch of American we ran for a hundred generations. Wow. Um, this is essentially yeah, you had a pure pure culture every time you started because you top cropped. I see. That's it, man. Um. And it's, I don't know, just as a, as a brewer, it's kind of a unique experience to have. You yeah. Know, you get to, to go in there and you start realizing how hardy um, yeast really is. Like, it's, I mean, we have to be clean. Like, the, the cleaning regime is 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 pretty, it's, it, dude, you go straight up breaking bad in there, you know, full full suit. Oh, you do. That's what I was going to So it's in like a pressurized room. It's not just in like the kill room that you guys <laughs> yeah, that's, must have. <laughs> that's it, man. It's got, you know, it's a positive pressure room. Okay. Oh, you have to be 
super careful about like not getting cross contamination when you're when you're washing or, or harvesting. Okay. Um, and we usually only juggle like two or three strains at a time, like have them actively going in the uh, in the the fermentation room. Okay. So I was reading a little bit about the Yorkshire squares getting ready for this, and it yeah. does, I, I, maybe I was reading the wrong thing, because you're just making it sound like they're just these big open fermenters. But when I looked it up, it sounded like, at least it, when they were invented, they kind of had two levels to them. So yeah, the, originally they were designed so that you could actually push, basically push one one uh crop into the into the the next tank i see that was their 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 original purpose and we do we do the same the same thing but without without actually pushing we just kind of shovel <laughs> <laughs> so so that's the top cropping you're talking about you just go in there and shovel the yeast off the top of it yeah okay yeah, yeah. yes we do okay Sounds very laborious. Yeah, because the old... I was trying to get a picture of it when I was reading about it, and, and, and now you, you, you have cleared up a little bit, but it sounded like there was just a way that the yeast would get pushed up into the top so that it was then just sort of separated for you. Okay. you could, it was easy yeah. access to the top cropping. Um, that, that's how... That's how <laughs> that's, in an ideal world, brother, that's how it would work. <laughs> right, they kind of have right. these... Uh, they had these big butter knives that they would kind of... Uh, it would just flow over to the other side, and they would kind of run a, I don't know, two-by-four or something across the top. Right. Push, push Effect- one layer of yeast into Effectively the a two-by-four. Okay. So what percent, uh, how much less yeast do you get doing it your way where you shovel it versus skimming essentially well, all of it? Well, um, yeah, that's, that's, kind of a, that's kind of a, like, this is one of those things about kind of having that intimate connection with your system and your yeast. Like you can actually judge by, I mean, not, not, not real technical. We're not doing cell counts here. Like you can tell by the density in the weight of the yeast. Yeah. And then, then of course, how the much, be- how and, much yeast. Yeah. and then the behavior of the ferment once you pitch, because for, for instance, if you were under pitching, didn't get enough, didn't collect enough, you would notice a big lag time. Right. Yeah. That's, that's it. Or, um, it's basically we we try. That's the one thing we try never to do is is under pitch, mm-hmm. just because it ties up the fermenters too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the the open ferment, fermentation systems, man, like it's pretty hard to to under pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeast is just really happy in those things. Yeah. Like, so I I like the way you're talking about it, and I hear. I hear all the benefits, but let yeah. me ask you this. If you were to open your own brewery tomorrow, would you do open fermentation the same way? Oh, hell, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, that, and I don't mean no, that to say that, it, that you mean it's a bad... I believe everything you're saying. It, it's awesome. Anger no. Steam does it. I love going over there to see it. Yeah. But it, they sort of do. They do it for like some, right? But it does sound... Yeah. Yeah. Most, actually. But it does mm. sound complicated, you know. Well, it's... um. It's just, it's really, 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 really labor-intensive. Right, um, okay. And it's, I mean, it's, it's nerve-wracking. I mean, we, we, we deal in, in cleanliness, you know. We deal in sanitation, and you kind of makes your skin crawl a little bit. So you have to be, you have to invest so much energy and also, like, cost into chemical products to clean with, um, 
to keep the room sanitary. And I mean, the product is, is phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. the, the, the workload that goes into it is also phenomenal. Right. Is, I, it, is it worth it? Do you think? I think, I mean, I think so for some beers, um, in all honesty, like there's some beers that you're really not gonna, like, I mean, again, with, with, with uh, a lot of beers with the American strain, like your your IPAs, doesn't make a huge difference. Hmm. But okay. like brown ales, um, where you're using like uh, English ale yeast or an Irish ale yeast, mm-hmm. um, or like uh, your Belgian yeasts really, really love. Uh, they, they, they're just happy in that system, and you get some really amazing flavors. Um, from like the yeast profile and the, those things are, I mean, you can tell the difference for sure. Just that fermenter shape in general, maybe not even well, the, yeah, the open fermentation, well, but I would think that the shape has more to do with it. The lack of pressure is basically than the lack well, of pressure. But I don't not, know. Not not just not just the shape, but mm-hmm. think about having like the surface area. I mean, you've got dude. I was going to start talking in in meters here, but uh, <laughs> that's all right. You have <laughs> we have Google. You have before. like six six square meters of, of surface area as opposed to an iconic conical where you'd have like a meter and a half. Yeah. And all of that is happy yeast going to work um on 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 your wart, on your beer, you know? So it's it makes it makes a huge difference. Um and yeah. then you have no top pressure on it either. It's just uh yeah. like there's no basically very little atmospheric pressure um pushing down on the yeast. So it kinda I'm just happy. happy. Let them run free reign. <laughs> They're lazy little fuckers. Yeah, so. so it cuts That's the it. so the advantage is it cuts the fermentation time down. Correct. Yeah, man. We uh, we so we do we do bottle conditioning and um, just just because of uh, just because of oxygen pickup basically, but we do a primary and a secondary uh, fermentation and. Spends about four days, three to four days, in the uh, in the open fermenters, um, and then probably put it in for another five to seven days in the secondaries, mm-hmm. and then five days in the bottle. Okay, that's pretty quick. Nice, yeah. Out the door yeah. and ready to go. Out the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, Bo did try to bring us beer, actually. He, he did. He, he brought the it all the way over himself, actually. To <laughs> he was US. his own mule. He was his own mule. And, um, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, yeah. he got the cocaine here, but not the beer. Yo, yeah, so, that's fine. Um, this show's going 12 hours. I'm a, yeah. Hey, man, make sure you cut both balloons on that, by the way. Okay. Uh, okay. Too late, <laughs> bro. Evo's wonked out of her mind right now. <laughs> that gagger's for life. I literally no, don't man. know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You can imagine. Uh, I, I, just for anybody that sends you guys beer in the future, huh? like, right, right on there, like, like sample massage oils don't break or something like that rather right. than like right. go-kart parts because they uh they did not treat that box kindly so what happened all, so you got think. it to the u.s yourself and then put it in the mail here oh, to get man. to us and we broke it basically the, the u.s mail well it was actually <laughs> fedex broke it and okay. it made it all the way to uh it made it all the way to california and i'm sure <laughs> oh, sure man. somebody 
somebody got their their package from like Bed Bath and Beyond, their towels just <laughs> reeking of the linen white. Nice. Oh, that's too bad. Thank you for trying. I brought it up just to thank you for it. But yeah, apparently, you sent us a ton yeah, of beers dude, too. I'm, it was. It was. It, they were all awesome. I guarantee you that. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. But yeah, um, you know, it was it was actually a ton of uh, a bunch of different collabs that we do because uh, my brewery, we um, we work with a lot of a lot of really cool um, established and up and coming breweries, and that's just as a again as as brewers, Coop and I love to kind of put our brains together and see what comes up, and you you learn a lot that way, and people get to work with you and learn learn some different techniques for doing things and yeah so it was kind of a highlight of years from around europe that oh, were uh man they were all magical everyone everyone was a rainbow and a unicorn man <laughs> made it <laughs> just all dry hop with unicorn horn yeah it was a viking riding a unicorn <laughs> yeah, over a fucking rainbow <laughs> in every bottle oh. damn it there's Thirty percent dried whale liver, <laughs> delicious. Well, thanks for trying, man. That's a bummer we didn't get it. So, tell yeah. me about the. I mean, I have them. All. I'm saving them for my poker night. Oh, That's right, fine. Yes. Fine. <laughs> What is the Norwegian craft beer scene like? You're talking about these collaborations and up and comers. Are there uh, a lot of craft breweries now? Man, yeah, it's a it's a little bit nuts. I'm I'm actually seeing the same thing in the U.S. market a little bit, but like. You know, everybody's everybody's kind of getting started. We have we have just this huge homebrewing community in Norway because beer is again ridiculously expensive. Okay. So everybody everybody homebrews nice. over there, and they 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 have these clubs. You know, like twenty thirty guys will get together and, and buy like a like a you know five barrel system, and uh, and they. So, so there's wow. a lot of really cool recipes to, to develop. It's a little bit, it's a little bit frustrating as a as a brewer though, because they're always coming up to you and they're like, "Yeah, I made your such and such, but uh, I made it better." Fuck you! I get yeah. I get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not very much. Not very much. But um, they probably know that too. They're know, like, "No, you don't." It's. It's uh, there's uh, a really cool brewery down south called Lindheim that just built a, a cool ship. Um, I think they were voted one of the, I don't know, top five new breweries uh, in the world by wow. Great Beer or some such shape. Okay, yeah. But um, they uh, and they do a lot of stuff. They're on a fruit orchard, so they're doing some some pretty cool, unique stuff. Um, Nugna O has a huge barrel aging program. Um, and you just, you just, it's kind of like living in the Galapagos Islands. That's just developing a little bit, uh, evolving a little bit differently. Okay. There. And people tend to, you know, people are a lot more excited about sour beers there. Um, they drink a lot of sours. Mm. Uh, you can, you can, you can kind of get away with a little bit more there. I, um, and you as a brewer, you have to keep things unique and interesting to keep people buying your beer. Right. So you don't you don't have a chance to get stagnant, you know? Well, if and especially you, you if you're consumer-based, there's so many homebrewers, too, because they're making unique stuff. It's not just the other pros you have to outshine. Oh, that's... You know? 
That's it. And it's it's kind of cool. We work with uh, we have homebrewers come in pretty often and and hang out and um, sometimes for uh, like winning competitions, we'll we'll brew up one of their beers on our system. Nice. And it's it's great. It's great to be able to share knowledge or like draw them off some wort, and they can they can go out and pitch a different strain of yeast into it, or oh, yeah. you know, like try a different dry hop. And so we we're pretty active with the community. Um, which is, which is awesome. And then you go out and you, you judge competitions fairly often, which okay. is always, it's kind of a, a fun thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so tell me, yeah, you, you're talking about how expensive the craft beer is. Can, how much is it in U S like what would a, what would a pint oh, cost me? Beer in general, brother, if you were to go out to a bar and have like a pint of, uh, the equivalent of like, uh, like Budweiser's, so like Carlsberg, that'll yeah. run you somewhere between ten and twelve dollars for wow. uh US? For, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, nice. we we work on the corner there. So God, I'd start home brewing again talk- too. Yeah, that's that's it. Like a bottle of our, our beer in the grocery store, uh probably around somewhere around like five to seven dollars for okay. uh point three three or uh, a twelve twelve ounce bottle of of 4.7% pale ale. For a 12... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and do you guys have a tasting room or anything? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We we actually... Man, um, we have a really sweet location, like, right on the fjord, uh, just a little bit out of the city. Okay. So we, we have open open nights at the bar, um, and we, we just kind of open it up, and sometimes we'll throw, we'll throw weird kegs out there just to see... See what the reaction is, um, and uh, we also do a lot with you know like um, bars around town. So tap takeovers are huge in Norway. Uh, okay. Beer makers dinners where we pair up with uh, where we pair up with like other um, restaurants around and we kind of match our our beers to their menu, which is always a ton of fun to do. Yeah. Um, so. We we're, we're represented pretty well around around Norway. Um, starting to get into the UK a little bit. Uh, a few places in Germany, which is the scene that's going off in Germany right now, is is pretty crazy, as you know, from talking to to the the boys from Stone. Yeah, and they're they're really starting to kind of break into the market a little bit. Netherlands is another really cool market. Okay. And then you have some crazy shit going on in Eastern Europe right now, which is just just nuts. Nobody's ever told those dudes how to do anything. <laughs> so it's just like not since the yeah, war. They make it work, you know. You're like, like there's this there's this brewery in I think it's in Lithuania, okay. and they're taking like a whole beehive, like bees, honeycomb, and everything, and just. Sound like you could do that. <laughs> because in Chechnya, in we Chechnya. don't we don't waste anything. We throw no. in bee and beehive. Yeah. We use whole bee. That's our thing. It's a brewery called Whole Bee. It's, it's wings and stinger. <laughs> it's a stinger in every bottle. It's Guaranteed. <laughs> if beehive it's hanging good. from tree, we cut tree. <laughs> we put in beer. Whole tree. Well, Four feet works, down. They chill the wort, and all the wax kind of floats to the surface. Oh, sure, and then, uh, 
And when it cools off, it gets chunky, and they just peel these chunks of bee parts and wax out of there. Wow. like... And now we That's have cool. beer. That's awesome. It's called actually. wax filtering. <laughs> it's a new thing in Chechnya. It's new technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's it's real part to be in there. It's brand new. Stinger in every <laughs> bottle. <laughs> it's brand new from the makers of shoe. <laughs> hey, enjoy that. That's 6% B. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you mean honey, right? No, no. No, no. You're honey. right. B. <laughs> we definitely mean B. Uh, man, so the, I like stories like that, though. Just countries that you're not hearing about in the beer world all of a sudden, you know, popping up as craft brewers. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and and it's it's kind of that whole, you know, the the local market. Like dudes just kinda getting sick uh thinking the same thing or thinking right. like, oh, we can do it or even even better in like Norway, you know, they've been doing it for hundreds and hundreds of years and it's just kind of branched out on its own into this unique uh this unique entity, like kinda smoking their own um smoking on malt and doing crazy stuff like that. Wow. Like, wow. What's a... I actually had a beer that we sent with you guys that didn't make it there that we made with, um, like, um, like pine, uh, bog myrtle, and uh, oregano. Wow. It was pretty phenomenal. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah shame that one didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I'm a big fan of bog myrtle. Oh, Nut bar. Come on, man. That beer, what is that? That beer is delicious. Is it? It's their IPA. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, too bad you guys didn't get it. That is like, too It would have been something special. Yeah, like the, I the, said, unique. The, the Greek in me is mourning the loss of the, the oregano beer, so oh. I do I do want to try it. I'm so mad I didn't get my stinger. <laughs> 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 kind of happy some of these beers didn't make it now, man. Like, Not uh, at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, I would have loved to try it. Like, that, hey, man, sure. we get to fill into this bow guy. This beer is uh, something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we get quiet, you know we don't like the beer. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. This, yeah. it has a good carbonation level to it. Tell yeah. me about the carbonation. <laughs> yeah. right. what, oh. what kind of glass oh, that's is that? really unique. Interesting uh, thing you got going on there. What is that in there? Fog Myrtle. The cap is amazing. It really seals the beer in. I would have loved it if we did taste it and Doc was like, is that Fog Myrtle? (laughs) (laughs) He just picks it out. I would love that too. Oh, shit. So what what would be like a traditional Norwegian beer style? Is there what you said, you know, it's hammered. Um, <laughs> they kind of have like a, a right beer, like a, a smoked beer that's, um, I guess that's, that's about as, as traditional as it gets. Okay. Like they, smoked beer. It just, it's, yeah, um, but I mean, it's, dude, Norway is this kind of whole country of little villages and everybody kind of did their own thing there for, yeah. uh. For, for a long time. I mean, if you guys ever have uh, a chance to read uh, any of uh, Michael Jackson's stuff, he did a he did a bunch of research into yeast cultivation okay. in Norway around around Voss, where they basically have these kind of sticks that they use to to stir the cooled wort with that Magic they pass stick. down from generation to generation, and they didn't realize they were 
kind of passing down the yeast strain from generation to generation, and they just knew that that stick was a big part of their their beer making. And there's still houses in Voss uh, and around that area in Norway that have these things in their family for six or seven hundred years. That is cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, folks, if you want to learn more about Oustman, you can go to oustman.no, A-U-S-T-M-A-N-N.no. They've got uh, quite a beer list. You guys brew a lot of different beers just looking at your website. And I'm sure that's not all of them, but uh, um, I think I'm just looking at your standards, and there's 12, right? 16? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. We we kind of have stuff coming in and going out and seasonals um okay it's just the way the the market works there it's a little bit weird you got like it has to be below 4.7 to get into the grocery store market so we interesting have, I think we got about five that we keep in there and then other stuff that obviously with the barrel age stuff you, it's kind of hit or miss um so where can you sell the rest <laughs> like if it's over that you you sell it at liquor stores and <laughs> Quite literally, it's called uh, the Wine Monopoly. Okay. Uh, wow. they, they run liquor store. Yeah, they, they, they sell it. Uh, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's government. Yeah, the government kind of controls everything and taxes the shit out of it. Okay. But um, okay. we also, you know, there's a lot of real good beer bars around, um, around Norway now. Um, and they take in a lot of our stuff. And, and like I said, we, we do a fair amount of export as well. Okay. Which, which helps a lot. Yeah. All right, man. Listen, I know you're standing on the side of the road over there <laughs> and, and talking to us. I, so I appreciate your time. I don't want your, your, your three-year-old uh, to curse at you for too long. Quite literally, I'm walking through a park thinking of Huma Lupalicious from Shorts Brewing. Nice. And uh, families are walking past me. They're going to be looking some kind of hobo. <laughs> so much judgment happening. Oh, yeah. They're like, did you see that guy? He's either homeless or Norwegian. I can't tell. <laughs> he might be a mix of both, Holy Becky. Yeah. Talking to myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> Cursing and, and laughing outbursts. Uh, <laughs> cool. Bo All Shiner right, from Ausman Brewing, ladies and gentlemen. Go check him out at Ausman. Um, and thanks again for being on the show. I appreciate your time. It's good to learn about you and your brewery, brother. Uh, thanks a ton for having me, guys. I'll uh, hopefully talk to you later. Yep. Take care, All man. Right, Bo. Hope to later, meet man. you. Cheers. Cool. Later. There we go. Bo Shiner. Sounds like a NASCAR driver. <laughs> Bo Shiner coming around the turn. Number eight, Bo Shiner. Here he is, Bo Shiner. Your triple crown champion, Bo Classic Bo Shiner. <laughs> classic, classic Bo Shiner move. That's no BS either, bro. Uh, man, I got, see, I don't like doing the... Um, the beerless interviews? That. Oh, okay. And these shows from people with other countries just make me want to leave. Yep. Honestly, I just get the travel bug every time. Something. I just, every time I'm like, I gotta go to Norway. I gotta go to South Africa. I gotta. It just makes me want to leave. Yeah, he said the fjord, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to go. I that love sounds fjords. Great. I'm a fjord guy. I have a collection of yeah. fjord <laughs> photographs. Dip your toe in the fjord. <laughs> right. My 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 name in the form is Harrison Fjord. So <laughs> the whole thing. I love oh it so much. God. <laughs> Wow, that You're was an stupid idiot. and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Harrison Fjord. 
That's your Norwegian forum name? My Norwegian forum name. I hate you. Uh, Your Norwegian Tinder name? (laughs) Hello. Hello. I'm Harrison Fjord. (laughs) I bet it works. They're like, I I loved you in... I don't know, some porn name of a Star Wars flick. He already wars. I don't know. I don't know, Norwegian accent. What do I know? Sounds like Ikea catalog to me. That's your best dumb joke in years. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I think that was a compliment, right? I think so. I'll take it. Look, I'll take it. Coming from you, Uh, I'll take it. Take it. Take it while you can. Hey, the American Homebrewers Association wants you to know that AHA members enjoy discounts at well over 1,400 participating breweries, pubs, beer bars, and homebrew supply shops. Uh, And there's even a handy deal finder and map at homebrewersassociation.org. So if you're going somewhere, you can punch in the the location and see which of the local beer bars have AHA deals. For example, if you were coming to Concord, you'd find out that the Hop Grenade gives you an AHA discount. All the better ones do. Yeah. And this is a better way. Yeah. So it's a pretty sweet benefit because you can basically pay for your membership with how much you save on beer, food, and don't forget homebrew supplies because a lot of homebrew shops participate in this as well. Yeah. Um, so including, of course, uh, our friends over at morebeer.com. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just another great reason to become uh, an uh, American Homebrewers Association member. If you're looking to do it now, click on the AHA link right on the Brewing Network homepage, or you can click on the banners, uh, and then you sign up through us. We get a little uh, a little bonus for that, so you're helping out us, and you're helping yourself. Um, they're working on a new Zymergy app over there. They've oh, got wow. um, uh, the the regular AHA app, I think, is, has been uh, launched now, which is just great. You don't even have to carry around your membership card anymore. So go check them out, uh, homebrewersassociation.org. You've been hearing us talk about this for years. It's time to go sign up. Do it now. All right. Um, I think we're going to take a little break. Let's do it. Yeah, I need a beer. Me too. I need a beer and a pee. I need a. I need to go wee wee. All, all right, right. I need. I need both of those things. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page here. I think we can make this happen tonight. I yeah. think. But you know, the- there's a lot of harmony. I wonder. Yes. If it's that Beardy is gone, maybe this is the <laughs> thing. Does it mean we're cycling together? We're cycling together. We're synced up. We're slow clapping. No more Beardy. 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 Oh, sorry. Uh, wow. <laughs> I hope he's Arch. listening on his drive home right now, crying into his beard. He's not. No, no. of course not. Right. He's a very sensitive man. He is very sensitive. All right. You're listening to the session. When we come back, we got some beer news to do for you. We haven't done that in a few weeks. And also other things. Other things? Yeah. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack 
stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new brew easy do you know the three most important rules in brewing sanitation sanitation and sanitation and no one does it better than five star chemicals five star knows sanitation you can only sanitize clean equipment and five star knows how to clean too for craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you you have a cleaning problem you need the five star solution visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800-782-7019 800-782-7019 and get the five star treatment today that's it i've had it i am never putting hops in my beer again what why it's just too ridiculous insane prices stupid contracts high shipping costs crappy selection dude you need nico brew nico brew will rock your f-ing face right the f- off your f-ing skull five dollars shipping to all 50 states plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on nico brew's great selection of hops and more whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber special secret elite bare bones club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f-ing shit! NicoBrew.com. N I K O B R E W. Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. 
Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in anywhere precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. show thanks for hanging out with us also thank you to our fine sponsor brad over at beersmith homebrewing software go check them out at beersmith.com right now get your free 21 day trial wonder why he chose 21 days right why not 20 why not 22 why Why not not 30 three weeks yeah, but still, it's kind of, it's just a random, anyhow. Get him on the phone. It's, yeah, Brad, call me. <laughs> Brad, Brad, call me. Call me, Brad. Um, anyhow, it's plenty of time to evaluate the software and discover that you should pay for it. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> you really are never going to use another piece of homebrewing software once you use Beersmith. It's it's a hands down. But you don't have to take my word for it. I, I wish you would. I'm a trustworthy guy. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to. Download Beersmith right now. You can do it on Mac. You can do it on PC. It does everything you needed to do and a bunch of things that you didn't know you needed it to do. But, um, you know, you'll grow into it. Don't worry. Oh, you will, for sure, especially in a hobby like this where there's always something to um, to manipulate or something to change or to, to improve on. Yeah. Uh, and Beersmith has all of those inputs in there. It does. So as you grow as a home brewer, like I hate dealing with water. I will never deal with it. But some people really love it. Yeah. And as you, as you start off from an extract to an all grain, then to start messing with your water, yep, it's already it's already built in. It's kind of nice to have a software that anticipates what you're going to need as you progress through the hobby. You can scale it all up. You can put in your system. You can change systems if you have. You can have as many profiles as you want. It's yeah. really cool. You you can really grow into it. It's like a robe with your name embroidered on it oh, that it somebody is. gifted you at their <laughs> wedding. You yeah. you wear it. It, it grows on you. <laughs> It envelops you in in, in not only a warmth, yeah. but creativity and <laughs> yes. friendship. Really, and is friendship, what it is. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, uh, it's an enveloping it's an enveloping robe of software. That's what it is. Yes, I'm going to send that tagline over to him. Beersmith Homebrewing Software. <laughs> an, enveloping an enveloping robe, robe of, of software. software. <laughs> Go to beersmith.com right now and brew with confidence. Check it out, guys. Uh, all right, so. <clears throat> What are you drinking, JP? Uh, I'm drinking the uh, cider. There's a cider on tap from Humboldt Cidery or whatever. Oh. I think it's a wild ferment. Some Brett character coming through. It's pretty good. There's a whole beehive in every <laughs> cider, in every right. pint. Right. <laughs> they got that whole tree. Yeah. Whole <laughs> orchard goes in every batch. 
In Chechnya, there's no pollen, so we kill whole hive. Right. We save them from destruction. <laughs> By destroying. <laughs> By destroying. It's ironic, no? <laughs> We're good at irony. Uh, all right, we wanted to do a little bit of beer news this segment, guys. Uh-huh. What's happening in the world of craft beer in America and the and the world? In the world? Yeah. In the world as, uh, as we know it today? JP, yeah. There's a few interesting stories, actually. If you've never heard of something called the <clears throat> Beer Institute... JP, you're like the Diane Sawyer of the beer news world. Oh, with like, like feathered hair or like what is... <laughs> What is it about me? It's your personality. Short? <laughs> it's your your soft touch. Oh, I do have a the soft gentle touch. touch. Yeah, right. Go, carry on. I'm who's, sorry. Who's bringing us beer news today? Make uh, up for that. Must be a good. We should give it who's to somebody. There? You know what? You know who hasn't sponsored a segment in a little while? Probably my fault, not theirs. Twenty yeah. First Amendment. There we oh, go. Those are great beer guys. news today. God yeah. damn it! Do I love those guys? Sean O'Sullivan and the beer in the cans. He wrote a foreword for some book. <laughs> That's going around town now. Some, really? A new beer book. And he wrote the foreword. Is that right? Yeah. Apparently I would he did let a good him job. write the foreword of my book. I'm, I, you know how long I've been begging to write a foreword for a book and you would turn me down for Sully? Well, yeah, I, no, I, I, I wouldn't hold say, that against you, actually. Yeah. That's a good... That's, I've done that's, cover notes. By the way, the foreword <laughs> no, no would be longer than <laughs> I'd write, the book. I'd anyway. write the cover notes, but the foreword... Yeah, I, I would give it to Sully, too. I would have you write the cliff notes I could do that of, my, of my book. <laughs> which what is if really... you wrote the, the biography of the author? Oh, you could write my... Uh... Of, not, of the author. <laughs> is that a thing that somebody does? You give to somebody? Here, write my biography. That's <laughs> well, a fucked like, up... Like, a there's always like a the... blurb on the back about the author, right? Yeah, you're I did right. say yeah. author. But you don't author. give that to somebody to do. That's like a chore. <laughs> you, not, not only do you give them, you call them up and, and invite them personally. You know well, we I know mean? this isn't going to happen anyway. Right, <laughs> right. It's a so very, it's, all... it's a very big favor, Doc. Don't take the imaginary right. favor away from me. <laughs> yes, I would love, be honored to write the uh, biography. Yes, of the author. Yes, yeah. That Sully will do the forward of. Right. Okay. Yes. All right. So, Twenty First Member brings you today's beer news by the Diane Sawyer of the beer world, <laughs> our friend JP. Very good Thank introduction. You. You're welcome. Very good Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I wish it was Barbara Walters because I can do her. Baba Walters. Oh, uh, you can do that. Baba Wawa? A dance yeah. I don't know she... what that is. You're no Barbara Walters. I'm no Barbara no, Walters. That's true. I don't have enough wrinkles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you've never heard of something called the Beer Institute, you aren't alone, but you are about to be very familiar with its work to bring nutritional information panels to beer labels everywhere. The trade group, whose oh. members total around 80% of our nation's beer producers, so, you know, Miller, Coors, Budweiser, all of, these people. Of course. Right? They can afford it. Right. They've all assembled the Brewers Voluntary Disclosure Initiative, which is a very fancy way of asking its members to list the ingredients and nutritional information of their products. Okay. While totally voluntary, the Beer Institute says all of its members have agreed to join the initiative. Participating brewers and importers will voluntarily list category, uh, excuse me, calories, carbohydrates, protein, fat, for some reason, because apparently people need to see the zero fat. Right. Uh, and alcohol by volume on their beer products by including a serving facts statement consistent with the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax Trade Bureau. Uh, in addition, they will provide freshness dating and disclose ingredients via a list, a reference to a website with the information or a QR code on the label or secondary packaging. According to a recent survey conducted by the Harris Poll on behalf of Nielsen, 72% of beer drinkers think it's important to read nutritional labels when buying food and beverages. 
So okay. it's a, it's a thing that people apparently, um, uh, according to this poll, are give a shit about it's a food thing i can see that and actually really that's a lot that's a lot isn't it that's a lot there are are a couple things uh, this room how many there should be at least one of us in here that is on food on food i do on beer i don't yeah food i I get i I wouldn't yeah but not not, i don't care maybe that was rewarded so it's food or beer one or the other then 72 percent. i could see that that's a lot of people and some of them can't read well, it's, it's, I, yeah, it says uh, when, yeah, when seventy-two percent of people even read. Right, it says when buying food and beverages. Like, right, I, I, so I, that's they, they need to separate the yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's a problem with the poll already if they're putting the two together. Yeah. Right. I will say this: I kind of like the listing of ingredients. Yeah, in what order they're in. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> no, it means the most is at the top. How big was that business? Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, so you know what's the most is at the top. Just for recipe. Uh, well, here's yeah. what changed my mind about that, it, and I, I mentioned this on the show before when I I did the KQED forum about beer. Yeah. A, a caller called into that show and was talking about kosher food oh, yeah. and was concerned that now that uh, uh, more non-traditional ingredients are going into beer, um, that there there are people who are kosher that will be concerned about that. And then, But then he also expanded that to others, too. Yeah. And what did you tell Scott? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So I thought, he, I thought he brought up a valid point that if we are starting to put in lots of ingredients in beers... Mm-hmm. I do think they should be listed. What okay. if you, what if you have no. a particular allergy? What if you... Yeah. Uh, I'm allergic to nuts. I'm, of course, I'm drinking a right? ton, of, like the, ton of nut beers. People call, here, try my homebrew. Like, what is this? Well, that's an almond beer. Like, has oh, it not die. No, never ever has the beer. I'm going to die. Oh, what is this? An almond beer. I'm going to die. You don't like it tasty? Oh, my God. No, well, I like I'm your beer. Allergic. I'm just not going to like short my life short. Right. So much. Well, somebody has definitely money in the in the death pool then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're handed you that. Right. Anyway, yes, I agree yeah. for allergy purposes. And maybe you just don't like certain flavors. You don't even want to buy the product. And take it home. Sure. Oh, yeah. If it, Licorice. I don't want that. I'm out. Hobbit, habanero. You know, yeah, you, like, any yeah. number of these things. Yeah. You have, yeah. You get a colonitis. You in, can't be that ingredients, way. I think, is, uh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah I want to know what's in that's the beer. All. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, the fat about, content. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be zero. But, but right. I think it's like people who label cider as gluten free. Of course, it's fucking gluten free. There's no gluten in it. Yeah. That's why it's gluten free. And so I'm wondering, like, when this starts happening, uh, how many breweries are going to start labeling, like, fat free? Right. Fat free beer. Yeah. You know, as kind of like that. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like the light. Which is thing. the same as saying cold filtered. Right. It's everybody. Well, some people are allergic to bees. What if, started, too. what if it started a carbohydrate war where, like, they go, like, oh, you know, this Stone IPA is only 300 calories. Yeah. Uh, this uh, Sierra Nevada beer is, like, you know, 400. I'm going to get the lighter one. Well, I think you bring up a good point. I think people will do that. I, I think, think this will. is, and I think that this is part of the reason this trade organization mm-hmm. is is choosing to do so. Now, first of all, a a company that is in a business to make money as a capitalistic company sure. would never, on their own, for no reason at all, ask for more supervision of course not. transparency you know things like uh, you know i'm not saying all corporations are evil but but in general um they wouldn't do this for no reason so there's i there's two clear reasons one is to make it more of the norm and of course small breweries can't afford to uh, evaluate their beer and, and yeah, because it's gonna cost you 
something to have this done to label it everything else find out how and, many calories and, find out how and make many sure it is those calories carbs. you can't it's like so another variable they're right. gonna it's gonna cost them money to do it they're getting something out of it somehow whether it's even just squeezing the little guy out right but the second part i think you hit the nail on the head tasty is that craft beer i i'm gonna assume maybe you guys feel differently is general has more calories, more carbohydrates, oh, uh, right? <laughs> and so I think it's also a means of pointing that out to people who who may or may not know that already, and then starting this sort of carb war thing, right? Right. I mean, you know, yeah. Nice. yeah, like you know, like on the back of a coaster, you could also make a coaster today that says, you know, the average beer is about four hundred calories, or three, you know, like whoa, I had no idea, like yeah. crap, you know, like a six and a half percent IPA might be, you know. 350, 400 calories. People don't even know that, but right. it seems like an overkill to put it on every bottle. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. might be just good something to know, just ballpark how much is in that beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's also a, a, a we're better than you kind of tactic by omission because it's only really people who are part of the voluntary disclosure initiative uh, that are doing it, which are the big brewers. The craft yeah. brewers aren't involved in this. So the big brewers are going to be seen as, well, we have nothing to hide, quote unquote. Right, so yeah. here's all of our stuff. Here's how many calories are in there. Yeah. Uh, what's the mic? What were the craft beers hiding? And, and invariably, so say, those calories will be less as well. For sure. And let's, so let's say someone no. looks at like a can of Guinness. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it has 400 calories. And then they look at a can of Budweiser and it has 280 or whatever. Yeah. I think you're going to get more people. Uh, going towards macro beers than the craft beers, right? Just be, just based on calories. Just that's the that's what I think. Yeah, tastes, yeah. exactly. No, that, well, for instance, if I if you can make a beer that tastes as good, you know, 200, 250 calorie beer that tastes almost as good as a four hundred calorie beer, you'd be happy to drink it. You're right? gonna you're gonna get that. Why not? Yeah, you have yeah. an extra one a day. But I wonder if yeah, calorie load. I wonder if people are going to forego some flavor. For that, oh, that reduction in calories. Yeah, we'll find how, much, for, right? how far they're willing to go. That's they're going to the sacrifice some of They may not go from uh, well, I think the uh, question is how Sharon Nevada Pale Ale to Bud Light, but they may go down <laughs> right. to like well, a Session IPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thinking about well, now, this could, this could resurrect the Session IPA as a style. Resurrect? You, I mean, make it like, you know, you know, give it a kick in the ass. Yeah, uplift yeah. it even more. Yes. You know what I like to do to watch my calories and carbohydrates is not eat food. Oh, yeah. I like to drink the beer yeah. and not eat the food. When I, I when I diet, I just stop eating all carbohydrates except except beer. Except beer. Any breads, I don't none. Just yeah, then, I drink, you, then I lose weight because you need carbohydrates for yeah. your diet. Yeah, I'm just taking them in a liquid. Yeah. Eating takes time and effort. You know, it slows you down, fills you up. It's gross. Yeah. And yeah. It you ever see? You ever watch somebody eat? Yeah, it's yeah, fucking it's disgusting. Like, and it burns calories. Yeah, right. and it takes it takes up beer space. It does. It does take up and beer money. To be honest, and you got to go, go, go buy the ingredients or buy the food. It's, it's a pain. Comes in its own package. It's, yes. it's fucked up. Beer though, just psh, you're yep. ready to go. Couple lines. Uh, <laughs> couple uh, lines of beer. <laughs> couple lines of beer. Yeah, you're all right. All right. What's uh, what else is in the news? <laughs> Funny J- you asked, J.P. Sawyer. Uh, <clears throat> we've covered several lawsuits on this show, or about as well as a group of home brewers can cover the news. Luckily, none of our own. God bless us. Knock on wood. Uh, but none has made more of an impact on the conversation than the suit a home brewer brought against Miller Coors for their Blue Moon brand. Oh, yeah. Remember that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the dust has finally settled in that case in which Miller Coors was accused of being deceptive and misleading in a violation of California consumer protection laws, including California's Consumers Illegals, Legal Remedies Act false advertising law and unfair competition law. Mm. The plaintiff argued that Miller Coors misleadingly conveyed 
that its Blue Moon beer is a, quote, craft beer Mm -hmm. produced by a small, independent, and traditional craft brewery, when in fact it's a mass-produced beer, as well as charging premium prices more in line with true craft beer. This home brewer from San Diego was really pissed about that. Well, the good news, everybody, the court concluded that the advertising from Miller Coors was, quote, non-actionable puffery because the advertising (laughs) was vague and did not specifically state that the beer was a craft beer. It just says artfully crafted. Ah. They never said craft beer. Their lagers are better than ours. Yeah. Well, and when we reported this, we all were kind of like, well, it doesn't say craft beer. So why is he attacking them for saying craft beer? The guy's an idiot. Yeah. I I was on the, I was with him in a sense. I was was playing a bit of devil's advocate, but yes. Uh, I think we did all agree that it didn't say craft beer, but I was saying, well, there's still. It says brewed by the Blue Moon Brewing Company, which is owned by Corey. They're hiding the fact that. They brew it. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, the courts also did not agree that premium pricing actually led consumers to decide a product was better. Oh. So they totally threw out every uh, every every aspect of this lawsuit. They wiped this guy out. Yeah. They He's won. Devastated. So his life is over. It's ru- He's <laughs> I ruined. I hope it is. Uh, so they so the they were able to determine that the because uh, the concept of something being a craft beer did not mean that the beer was better than a bit another beer. Uh, no, based on the, the pricing. So pricing. if you had a six pack of of nine ninety five. You know, Stone IPA, and there was a six pack of eight ninety five oh. Blue Moon yeah. that didn't lead customers to assume that both of those are craft beers, mm. just because the prices uh-huh. are in line with each other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what me. If I, I mean, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I think yeah. the average consumer would think that that it is, especially Be- if it's being marketed and you know on television and so forth as a craft beer. I mean, they got pictures of the brewmaster like he's a regular. Dude, you know, yeah. and he is. He is. I think I met the guy. It's the janitor. Yeah, he's he's a nice own brewmaster. Dude. Yeah, yeah, it's a good guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he. We had him on the show, or was it the FM show? We talked to him on a on a radio. We format. talked to him, and I talked to him at GABF. Very nice man, but he he invented the beer, but that was it. Like he gave them yeah. the recipe. Yeah. He was the brew. He <laughs> was the, the brewmaster of that beer. I the, guess Jamil's, Jamil's book. I feel like he was the recipe master. Yeah. Probably he was on the pilot system. He was the key master. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the gatekeeper? Are you the key master? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, okay. I anyway. Mean, so he didn't get anything. Was, he didn't, yeah, get anything. He, he he didn't have enough legal alert to stand on there. Yeah. You know what hearing this story made me think of? This is going to sound like a non sequitur, but it, it, it's relevant. Okay. Um, we need to have Chris Black from Falling Rock yes. sit in on our news segments. Yeah. Because oh, when yeah. it comes to things like this, he has he's very opinionated and he has a great way of giving the angle of the what, what it really means. Of the craft of what it really means, but also he's a little slighted. He's like he's, he's like the Bernie Sanders of of craft beer commentary, <laughs> right? Cuz he's way over to the left. He yeah. will he'll yeah, be yeah. like, "No, of he course a- they're duping us. They should have Miller, you know, Miller Coors should have lost this lawsuit." But then he also would have given a lot of great reasons why it would be entertaining to listen to. I'm thinking that next time we do a beer news I'm going to invite Chris Black to call Please do. in. That'd be great. And I like uh, that guy. and comment with us because I think I I like him a lot and I think he would. Okay, let's see what he wants to comment about. Let's see what news he's interested in. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll try to tell the... you when there's some some charged stories such as this one because he'll yeah. he'll jump in. He, I, no. I watch him on Facebook now and he, he sometimes writes for the uh, craftbeer.com, the great people over at craftbeer.com. Oh, really? Okay, and, and he'll put up articles about this stuff all the time: mergers, buyouts, you name it. Okay. All right. That's my opinionated guy. It's my production note Yield, for the day. Great. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, 
<laughs> and that's the third story. No, here we go. Last but not least. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, Justin, but robots are taking our jobs. Robots. 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 Yeah, robots. Robots are taking our jobs. Yeah, man. The first, jobs. first the, the jerker jobs. <laughs> first, the assembly line monkeys in the 50s, right? Everyone's everyone's grandparents are building, you know, Chevys or whatever. And then we got robots to take over that. So now all the assembly lines, right? Yeah, my grandma's out of work. Right? Yeah. Then the sex workers. Now we're having sex with robots we in Japan. Are? Yeah, Where for did, sure, can man. Can I do that? It's Japan, it's a whole thing, man. This is we stuff. I, Japan just moved Them. above Norway and South Africa. Well, for... hold on. I may just made that up, but it's fine. Wait, it's not that show. Eventually right. it'll happen. All right. Uh, and now uh, the job yeah. of beer recipe formulator is on to, off by robots. What? It's not oh. a real job, but it's like a brewmaster job, but like the recipe formulation of the... of the uh, Right. Uh, a company called Intelligent X Brewing has put out a line of four beers, each one made from and altered by consumer input. Are we playing find the fake? No. <laughs> this is, okay. We aren't. Okay. Uh, simply message... Uh, so when you're drinking the beer, all you have to do to provide this input is message the bot. It's a, it's a bot. It's a robot, right? Yeah, uh, Via Facebook Messenger and tell it what you like and don't like about the beer via a 10-question form. Can I just point out that a yes. bot is different than a robot? Well, yeah, but it, but it comes from robot. Okay. The bot, I'll, I'll right? That. That's why I was, I was letting you know because like you don't <laughs> understand technology. You're right. I'm telling you, like, Grandpa, it's... Bo- robot and just simplified it for got me. it thank yeah. you android right. android yes android yes so you um, tell the bot what what, yeah, what are these questions like? you do a 10 question form like how did you like the body or how did you like the whatever okay, so I, you know? but it needs more like digital data so you're going to say light in body too much body or some, I think some so. sort of like i didn't get a whole input, yeah and then of course it would like to add all up and go like oh they want this body so it'll change the recipe Yes, yeah, so that, that's exactly that. what it does. So the, that information is uh, then relayed back to the brewers right. for inclusion in the next iteration of that the brewers, particular oh, beer. Oh, I thought the bot uh, actually did made the decision on the recipe. Uh, I don't know how that works. No. Uh, I would imagine it, it, it provides you know what people are saying. All the then, data, and yeah. Then, but I mean, it's AI, it's a survey, right? Basically. Right. So it, it calls oh, out on, what it hang needs. Hang on, Tasty, you're way ahead of me. I'm right. sorry. I still don't even understand. So, so robot you get a questionnaire. <laughs> so robot. Robots. Okay, right. yeah. Robot in your computer. Gives you the, a tasty, questionnaire. He's, he's the, he's the he's grandpa the now. Yes, I'm right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're ahead of me. So do my niece. He's playing Pokemon over there. I'm <laughs> still trying niece. to figure out what a robot is. <laughs> I'll give you the low hug. It'll be fine. <laughs> So you get a questionnaire from a robot. No, so you're drinking the beer. Let's say I'm drinking this beer. This is from Intelligent X Brewing. Yeah. I go, hey, I like this beer. I, I message them on Facebook, essentially. Okay. And their bot, their programming, their code interacts with me and asks me what I like, what I don't like about it. Okay. And, I, and it's 10-question form. And then those changes are uploaded to the database. Okay. And via uh, AI, artificial intelligence, oh. it determines what needs to be adjusted in the recipe and what doesn't. And the, the brewmaster, I think, has final say over it, but they're, they're taking, it's basically crowdsourcing a beer each time it's brewed. Each batch is a different batch based on your input or your input or my input or Tasty's input. Can we talk about artificial intelligence for a second? No. I feel like AI. I thought we were. Doesn't it sound like a fancy way to say stupid? Like, because well, you is. either have intelligence 
mm-hmm. if the intelligence is artificial, it's not really intelligence. Well, so no, it's but dumb. It's, it's stupidity. Well, this is no, a, it's artificial because it wasn't. It wasn't manifested. It was created. It's not, it's, not, it's not natural. Semantics in the well, English sure. language. It also could mean intelligence that is not real. Well, it which could mean equal stupidity. I, but I, it, I it, contend this engine, this artificial intelligence engine, yeah. would create artificial stupidity. Because here's why. Thank you. Here's why. I think he's he get, Tasty gets Thank me. Because of the 100 people, <laughs> you watch Family Feud, right? Yeah. That's one of the top, Who doesn't? top shows on TV right now. I mean, I've seen don't it. Feel I, guilty. I don't actively watch it. Oh, they're great. You can Bob watch Barker, one after, you can't, you can't, one after the yeah. other, the old ones. It's, it's not, great. It's not Bob it's, Barker. You I know. show that when you, when you watch that show, you realize how stupid people are. <laughs> yes. No, really. You, okay. you feel really smart Ow. when you're done. Because right. they just don't know these, like, they don't make, they say the weirdest things. Yeah. Like what? Like, what were you thinking? Well, like, you know how the answers are. Usually, yeah. what's the next yeah, like, word for this? And they come up, they with, come something. up with something oh, okay. so off the wall. The guy says survey, says, and yeah. then they say something stupid. Oh, yeah. family feud. Family I see. feud. You said, you I, I thought Wheel of Fortune. So I'm like, uh, I don't understand. You spin a fucking wheel, bro. First of all, Bob that's Barker never Bob Barker. once. Bob Barker did the wheel. The <laughs> price is right. Yes. Price is right. That's what I was saying. Pat Sajak did Wheel of right. Fortune. No, he did Jeopardy. No, dude, no, no, no. No, that's not Pat Sajak. That's Alex <laughs> Trebek. Yes. Uh, that's a yes. Well, then who's America's Funniest Home Video? <laughs> Oh, Louis that. Armstrong. Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. It's Bob Saget. I think we hit you guys' sweet spot. <laughs> Why do I know all of this? Because you're a grandma. Uh, you're the first right white, uh, yeah, whatever. Right. Anyway, so, okay, so okay. out of 100 uh, brewers yes. that taste the beer. Yeah. And I know the average beer drinkers. You know the average beer drinkers. They don't yeah. know shit about beer, right? No. So, so they start <laughs> they going like, hmm, too much acid. I have no idea. I'm just get through the survey. <laughs> they don't They don't know. Right. So what's, what's the AI engine get? A bunch of like bad data, yeah, which right. Makes it a, a, a stupid, you know. It'll give you a that's stupid a good answer. point. That's so a good you're point. Saying but, I was right. So I think that that's why the brewmaster ultimately has maybe final decision <laughs> exactly on it. Exactly goes that. It's like getting a meat color recipe. Yeah, like, but I, I, everybody gets one. Goes like, I'm drinking. I'm right. making this shit with my name on. From what I, from what I, will <laughs> change it. From what I'll I can gather it. from the from the articles, a couple articles that I read, yeah. they're very broad questions. So it's well, like like racist. describes like how was the mouth feel. And they go, so what if you know, like, did you how like it? How out of average hundred feel. people drinking beer and that so like, brand, like, how many would know even know what that means? Well, right. So like, uh, like they have, they have, a, they have an amber ale. Wet. And they go, what was, how was the mouth? Or was it too bitter? How was the bitter? And describe it in like three, you know, whatever, right? Sure. Right. But the input he's coming wrong. back, yeah. Yeah, he's not wrong. But, yeah. I, but I, I think, like I said, Wait, from what, what I gathered, it's, 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 it's uh, uh, as dumbed down as you can while also trying to... Funnel the, crea- the the good creativity, like the actual input, to reproduce the beer in a different format. I get that. So what yeah. is the, the, the logic flaw is the creativity is assumed to be there. Yeah. So the but point is that the brewer gets the results to change the beer, yes. or the survey so, takers get a recipe to brew beer. No, no. The the <laughs> the, the, the the brewery, the intelligent X uh, brewing company, uh, they're actually producing. It's in the UK oh, right now. Oh, it's a brewery. Yeah. It's so, a brewery. They're I actually producing that. these Maybe beers. I'm so the they get the feedback, one. and supposedly the next beer is going to be. It's slightly uh, different. Slightly so, different and better because of the feedback. But I'm with so. Tasty being most of these guys don't even know what's what. Check this out. Yeah. In the last 12 months, they have a, a, a series of four beers. The four beers have changed 11 times based on initial feedback. Okay. In, in, in a year, in 12 months. Mm-hmm. 11 times. Wow. That, to me, is kind of too much. Yeah. Like, you know, if I'm, if I'm drinking your beer constantly, maybe it's because I like it, but... What is changing? And, 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 and so of the four styles, there's been 11 recipe changes. Is that yeah. what they're saying? Yeah. 
That if that was like, like one beer, I would say like, wow, they said they set out to make one beer, and it sounds like the public really wants them to make another or something like oh, that. Oh, I see. Like, for instance, yeah. they, they make you say, they say it's an IPA, and really it's not strong enough. Well, Turns into a stout. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they, they over time, they get it to be where the name implies it is. I don't know. It yeah. sounds like just, an they don't know where they're going. idea, they're not but artificially intelligent. The, that's a good, that should be a phrase. Like, we should coin that term. So, like, like artificially intelligent. Yeah. Like so, like, the opposite of intelligent. <laughs> right. Yes. We <laughs> <laughs> just start calling people that instead of dumb. Like, you sound like AI right you're now. AI. You're AI. Yeah. That's, oh, dude. Uh, that's my, this is what I'm getting at. You're AI. Dude, you're being so AI right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like their idea. They said they make one change, is where they take these 100 cans of this beer, each can, and send it to like 100 like really good guys that know beer, mm. like national level judges. Or, and get those changes. They understand recipe and everything. And just say, and give them the recipe. Right. And say, hey, what would we change to make this beer better? They're crowdsourcing. I get it. I'm hip, yeah, but it's more I'm marketing. to that. It's more marketing gimmick. They're crowdsourcing. Yeah. Knowledge, which isn't there. Right. Here, here's here's the the, the Why do the they weird not sentence? even have an app? You have to go to Facebook and message them? Yeah. They're, they're this high-tech thing. Well, I think there's like a QR code on the label where you can find the bot easily. Okay. I don't know. The robot. Yeah, the robot. The yeah. robot in the thing. So here, here's the, the paragraph that I, I kind of had to pare down. The AI is also capable of learning from customer feedback through reinforcement learning to learn from how it has acted and get better results in the future. Oh. Essentially, the AI is rewarded based on biases hard-coded within it that tell it to please customers. For instance, those who like maltier stouts or IPAs. The feedback data is then accumulated to view trends and change the brewing process, allowing the beers to slowly alter over time. So there's an algorithm to make hard- up for people who don't know what they're talking it's about. hard-coded. AC. Yes. Yeah, right. Hard-coded. Of course well, it's hard-coded. That's not artificial. That's just, uh, you know. It's a bot. So I, th- a program. I th- it's a robot. I think they're confusing bot so with artificial intelligence. Right. Is it like a Roomba? Yeah, art- it's exactly like a Roomba. <laughs> they're using artificial intelligence way too loosely. They, Just take totally that out. That, that's, you should get rid of that. Yeah, that's you're right. Yeah. All right. And that's it. That's the beer news. I Oh, that was it? That was it. I was enjoying wow, myself. Was, I only yeah. had, I mean, I can, I can manipulate that that, another one. Was that two or three stories? Which one was three. fake? Which one was fake? All of them? Yeah, which one was <laughs> all fake? <laughs> the robot one was fake, right? Was fake. Of course it was. Totally. I mean, I can sit here and read you news articles <laughs> Just, if you want. There's an, right. there's an article Today about in Washington. Yeah, Heineken is uh, is now serving draft beer on airplanes. Whoa, 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 how does that move around? Yeah, uh, why did why wasn't that in the news, JP? I just, I just saw it on the That's news. That's on that little narrow cart. Just look right now. Your news isn't up to date. When did you stop <laughs> looking at the news? It's in, um, like, today at about week? 1 o'clock. Oh, okay. It's yeah. today. At so least it was That's today. only in first class, right? Probably yeah. only in first class, yeah. It seems like, where's there room for a kegerator on an airplane? It's like on the cart, but it's like the little, like the little tiny kegs, like the two oh, and a half gallons or whatever. That's not draft beer. But it's why not? It's served via carbonation through a tap. It's draft beer. Yeah, you can buy not really. It's that little button on the bottom. It's like no, no. a big can. No, <laughs> it's it's like this the small it's an like, artificial keg. keg. It's an artificial <laughs> keg. It's just a tiny a- keg. I- oh. but it's like plastic. It's is like it served under pressure. Is it served under pressure or gravity? Aha! Mm. Uh-huh. This is the question. Pressure. Oh, it is. Oh, look at that. It is vomit. They're tapping it. That looks pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'd have one of those. Huh. So they build a, a, a I would faucet order it. into the counter at the on the airplane? Some airlines no, will like stop at nothing down the aisle. to lure that's travelers the on their airplanes. They've managed to fit sleeping pods, private apartments, and even an in-flight bar. Whatever. 
in-flight mm. carrier. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. This whole thing that like the airline industry is in trouble and people are luring customers. When's the last time you were on an airplane that wasn't completely fucking full? Yeah, what's to the, the hell hilt, was that? Totally. Every yeah. single seat. Yeah. yeah. This I, don't is care, a, I don't care if it's six in the morning. Right? Whatever it is on a Thursday. <laughs> it's like freaking full. Yeah. This is a bunch of bullshit yeah. we're being fed with the luring customer. The prices are high. The planes are full. Somebody's making out like a bandit over yeah. there. And I'm one or the other. Oh. At least. All right. Well, that was a, you know what? That was a gripping news segment. It was all right, right? It was pretty yeah. good. I think it was really did. good. I was excited about it. And we all learned something. We all learned something. Who was that brought to us by? Well, that was brought to you by the 21st Amendment Brewing uh, Company in San Leandro, yes. California. That's yeah, right. That's what the major God, place. that's a huge place. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It's huge. It's, um, it's just amazing. It goes on like for acres and acres. Sully's compensating for something with that place. It's a, it's a very yeah. large facility. It is a very large. Well, he's compensating for having a, a, a large wallet. And head. I don't know. <laughs> a large head. Yes. Mercy, that was like his thing, Remember man. That? Yeah. With the fucking scooter. And he would like ride his little like like 2013 Vespa through the tunnel to come oh, to the studio. Right. He was a Vespa giant melon, and he would show up he around made yeah. like the country doing events. And people were like your head really is big. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird is uh, so I played this video game called Overwatch on on PlayStation Four now. Yeah. And I play with his kid. Oh, you do. With Ian, yeah. I mean, his kid's Ian. Me, me, oh, that's right. So he called in one day, right. super drunk, and yeah, right. Yeah, Ian. Got it. Ian. Yeah. So I no, Sean did. <laughs> so I'm like playing with the kid, and then I'm like, hang on a second, I'm gonna get a drink, and then I get a and I I crack a can of El Sully, and I'm like, you know what's weird, Ryan? Because I'm drinking your dad's beer. <laughs> like, playing a video. I'm a 38 year old man playing a video game with a 13 year old kid. What did he I'm answer? Drinking, a beer. And drinking your dad's beer. What did he answer? He goes, why is that weird? <laughs> Go, never you'll, mind. You'll find out later, man. Never mind. Call me it. when you know what irony is. It's always is. never known. People <laughs> yeah. drink his dad's beer. Now I'm like super like bad, like best friends with this fucking kid because <laughs> we just play Overwatch together like all day. It's just the two of you? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, then it's other kids that he's met online. It's just summer vacation. He brings so, them to you. Yeah, so it's like five, oh, it's like four other kids are like, got to be like nine years old he's and they're just like, friends. let's all go Tracer. I'm like, God. He's like, my friend JP's really good. He's so cool. He's like on podcast. Like, all he does is podcast and play video games all day. And I'm like, Ryan, that is not cool. <laughs> They're like, yeah, they is. that's what that's we want amazing. Do. Uh, wow. They were grilling me the other day. Like, oh, how old are you? We're going to try to guess how old Rudy is, because that's my name on the thing. Why Rudy? Like, uh, it's a, the a Phil Hendry character. No, oh. it's a whole. Thing. I thought it was like <laughs> yeah, the movie. Sure. Where yeah. guy Rudy, looks, Rudy, yeah. Rudy. That's what I want them to chant. And they're like, how, how old are you? 28? No, I'm not 28. Are you 30? No, I'm not 30. And the other one goes, have, do you go to college? No. <laughs> Did you go to college? Yes. Did you drop out of college? <laughs> yeah. so, sort of. Yeah. Who do you live? I go, no, I got a, I got an AA degree. What's that? And I'm like, fuck. It's the one you get, get before a, you go to real college. Yeah. yeah it's the one <laughs> and then you never go to real college. You go, do you, do you have a girlfriend? I'm like, and Taryn's home. And I'm like, no, I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Who do you live with? Or do you live with anybody? Yes. Who do you live with? My mm-hmm. wife. And then I hear, oh. <laughs> oh. He's old. Yeah. I wonder where his girlfriend lives. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got to get off the fucking thing. Oh, I need, man. I need help. 
All right. Well, speaking <laughs> of help, White Labs wants to help you brew new and unique beers. They got like three it. new yeast strains coming out this month. I was mentioning them last last week. WLP six oh three, the Torlaspara Dobrucki. Dobrecki. That's easy for you to say. Yeah. Uh, it's a wild yeast isolated from fruit trees in Denmark. The strain produces a lot of esters and contributes some phenolics and has been used for ciders and wine, but also ferments well for beer. You'll find that uh, coming out this month uh, from you, White Labs. Do you think their friend Trolls had something to do with that one? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. WLP773 Scottish Cider Blend, JP. Is that a Trolls joke? Uh, mm-hmm. No. This cider blend contains two ale strains and a wine strain. Unlike a lot of ale strains that typically dry out most ciders, this unique blend of Saccharomyces strains still leaves some residual sweetness for the perfect mouthfeel. That makes sense. In a cider. That makes total sense because wine, like we learned from the Shea Comfort Show, wine strains do different things. And so you find the the right wine strain for what you're trying to do, and then the beer strain to help. Kill it. We also learned a lot from Beardy about back sweetening, and I wonder mm-hmm. if this affects that process too, if it's leaving some residual sweetness. Sure. Yeah, so, uh, And then finally, they're putting out uh, the WLP030 Thames Ale Yeast. This mm-hmm. strain is very flocculent and great for uh, porters, stouts, ESBs. Uh, it has a lower ester production than most English ales, though. So, a couple of new things from White Labs. Go check them out at whitelabs.com. Don't forget about the yeast vault, too. Never uh, do it. Never forget go, about it. You can go vote with your wallet for what yeast you get next okay. over in the yeast vault. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do feedback. Yay. People are very upset with me. <laughs> very mm. upset with me. What you did? <clears throat> I don't bad know. things. More bad things. You guys want to do a drunk of the week call for the break? We got we have Mac. Hey Mac, let's do Mac. MacGyver. Hey Mac, what's happening, brother? You're on with the Brewcasters. <laughs> oh the yeah. Brewing Network. yeah. How are you, buddy? Oh, pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing really good. Are you calling in drunk? Ah, uh, well, it depends on how you figure it. Well, where help- are you from? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I see where you're going with this. Okay. Where I'm from. Drunk's like a, like a nine pack. Uh, what? Yeah, I mean, what's the start anyway? Nine. Nine. Yeah, nine. Whatever, dude. Fight me. Go for it. No, I'm just. I I got more fingers and toes than that. That's all I'm figuring. Okay. <laughs> so we figure our drunk by how many? All right. So talk <laughs> to me. Help me out here. Let's not play. Well, all this. right. So we're all in the Midwest, right? And in particular, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep, I butchered that on purpose. <laughs> Any which way, so like we started our day with uh, half a 12-pack of uh, the Moon Man. From so a six-pack. Half a 12-pack. No, they, they put them in 12 of cans now, which is pretty cool. I actually thought about being like, hey, if I can send this out to y'all, can you send me a bunch of, you know, like a T-shirt or a sweatshirt and a hat or something but i was like you know fuck this i'll drink it well what is this really good beer i drank a third of a 12 pack the other day (laughs) well i'm so confused i drank uh (laughs) one sixteenth of a 24 pack (laughs) yeah okay whatever man i listened to your show from about two years ago where you were like holy shit new glaris they got fucking gba gbaf 
walked around the fucking place two times. They must make some good beer, right? Yeah. But any which way. So I drank all those, and I was like, well, fuck, man, I'm out. So Mac, we hiked Mac over to the store. Mac artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> How I can tell Mac's drunk is, well, I wonder if his friends could know if Mac is drunk because they could normally understand what he's saying. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so he's not slurring, he's not cussing, he's not like angry or screaming or he's barking. Tangenting. He's just word salading. He's like talking to my old friend Natty. He's oh, like God. Natty. Oh, oh God. Remember Natty? Yes, I love Natty. Hey. Now, Natty Fair was enough. The, Fair enough. Natty was the sweetest guy. <clears throat> Pretty intelligent, too. Yeah. But you get a couple beers in him and a doobie, and. Man, it was like talking to an alien. <laughs> yeah. Like an actual alien. It was like talking to somebody from Mars. I literally watched him punch himself in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, when's the last time you punched yourself in the balls? Can't say as I have. Okay. But Putting on socks that were too tight. <laughs> oh, that means you're not an alien. It. Right now, I think I may sign up. <laughs> right. Yeah, clock yourself in the nut as hard as you can. And don't pull your punch. That's right. Oh, come on now. Man, you got to go balls deep. Uh, I don't know if I can. But so how, how much anyway. have you? So you started with a half of a 12-pack, if, if I'm following you. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. If you're following him, I'm scared for the both of you. <laughs> I, I kind of, what kind of beer was that? What ABV? What, what is it? Uh, uh, I believe it? I remember the beer advocate while I stand in the store just to be like, do I want this one or do I want that one? Which one's going to give me a decent pale ale? I was like, oh, five? That kind of sucks, but whatever. We're on our way home from a decent drunk yesterday. I see. Of course you were. So 5%? Yeah, that's about it. Okay. We got to the bottom of that, Tasty. together. Uh, all right, so well, a half of a 12-er, 5%. What happened next, Mac? Well, I got five down out of the shitty silver bullet, too, and I got nothing left out of my homebrew, so that means about... Five and what? Four? Yeah. Any which way? Makes no difference. I mean, it kind of makes a difference. <laughs> but all right. So now we're we're somewhere between nine and twelve and fourteen-ish 14 beers or something like that. Yeah. That's where we are. Yeah. Why, it, why did somebody that, write this down? Does that sound about it, so. the right which way, Mac? I don't know. I could more probably like, take a picture of the kitchen sink and make more, more sense. But. More like 14 or more like 9? <laughs> you know, you can get a good look at a butcher by sticking your head up a bull's ass. <laughs> but, but I wouldn't recommend it. It's <laughs> true, but you got a head full of shit then. <laughs> uh, Shithead. <laughs> well, I'm going to call you drunk, Mac. Well, uh, I'm probably there. The downside is I got to go to work tomorrow, but... What do you do got, for what do you do for a living? Uh, well, that's a butcher. I'm a no, surgeon. I'm, he's a surgeon. He's a brain surgeon. <laughs> uh, no, he drives he a gasoline a truck. He's I'm a, a neurosurgeon. He's a fucking neurologist. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Well, realistically, I'm a dentist, but I was going to tell you. <laughs> Doc, quiz him right now. Quiz him. See if he's a dentist no, for I'm real. Quiz him. I'm a, I'm a mechanic. Okay. A All tooth right. mechanic. Tooth mechanic. <laughs> yep, tooth mechanic. <laughs> tooth we do struts and chocks. We put big old spinners on them bitches. In the Midwest, we call them tooth <laughs> mechanic. Where are you from, Duluth? When was the last time you went to the tooth mechanic? Four years ago. <laughs> Is it under warranty? Brought my tooth in. 
Lock it up. Put it on the rack. They got my tooth on blocks in the back. Uh, when are you going to get it I haven't back? used it in a while, have you? They gave me a loner. <laughs> During a whole system flush. Uh, all right, Mac. We are awful people. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put you in the running for Drunk of the Week. With, with good, nobody. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We've yeah. got another segment left. Yeah. Mac from Duluth. Yeah. All right, Mac. Thanks for calling in, brother. All right. Take it easy. Cheers, right, dude. Don't Bye. fucking push me around, Mac. I'll take it as hard as I want. <laughs> that actually ended up being a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. How did that pre-interview go? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Real quick break. When we come back, feedback, apparently a Drunk of the Week competition, and our Twitter game results right here on The Session. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Brewcasters on The Brewing Network. I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerone's are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. you got to try it on tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers. Boom. Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four packed tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support. Like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. 
Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, their amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. BN Army, have you heard the latest at Hop Tech? Since Hop Tech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including White Labs, Y-Yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey, my Bruton brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Fuck yeah. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> we are coming in hot. <laughs> coming you. in hot. Fuck yeah. You really summarized the moment we were having off air there for sure. I like that song. Just rocking and rolling, guys. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Coming in hot. I'm doing two fucking things, bitch. Rocking and rolling. <laughs> coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> what I'm doing. Uh, <clears throat> you know what I'm going to say next? No. Who's bringing us feedback today? <laughs> well, feedback's brought to you today by our good friend John over at the Beer Law Center. Oh, you can go yeah. to beer, He's a busy guy. You can go to beerlawcenter.com and check it out. He is yeah. busy, just yeah. taking care of us. Yeah. Uh, go to beerlawcenter.com. John will take care of you. He takes care of our trademark. He can also do like a TTB filings for you. Yeah. Um, he, can, he can take care of everything legal. Just check him out. Beer Law Center. John's a good guy. Even if you don't have anything to, to, to do right now or as far as like giving a business, like his Facebook page. Oh, there you go. Follow him because he posts a lot of oh, cool. news. I should do that. And one of the articles that he posted a while ago I was going to put in Beer News Today was about trademarks and all the kind of lawsuits that have kind of been increasing over the years in craft beer. Basically, the articles were all titled like, the world's running out of hop puns. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking true. Like yeah. every IP, if, oh, it just hops in it? We got to put a hop pun on the label. 
And uh, it's kind of highlighting some of the lawsuits there. It's in- in- interesting stuff. He he knows a lot. It, as stressful as it is with the trademark stuff, whenever the hop grenade appears in different places, I, it does stress me out. But I actually always enjoy talking to him about it because some things are violations, some things aren't. And he's just very clear about the difference. There's also some gray area. And yeah. he's really cool about explaining where uh, there's a case and that there's not a case. He really knows what he's talking about. So I actually really like talking to other than the stressful part yeah. uh, I enjoy listening to him uh, evaluate a situation legally and he just tells you right where you stand right off the bat he's, he's good at it alright so good. he's bringing you feedback so David David writes in <laughs> that's a weird name it's like Boutros Boutros Golly David did you really have to look at that <clears throat> twice and pronounce it uh, I just no it's just David I didn't just, okay. I didn't want to David David name. Although I could read his last name. There's, like a million, there's, a, there's a million David Allens in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. So David Allen writes, uh, I really like the iPhone app updates. Thanks for doing it. Sent from my dog. So, yeah, if you haven't heard the news, um, have <laughs> you heard the good news, Bevo? The, um, the new, uh, what's it called, BN Mobile iTunes app is in the iTunes store. I don't know if the Android app is up yet, but it should be. Okay. Uh, we are doing both. And, uh, yeah, now you can listen live again. It's, and you can listen all the time. Like, whatever streaming is always on the app. Uh, you can't, like, download shows or anything. But um, I do have a guy working on an Android app. One of our listeners, great guy, is working on an Android app for us that you'd be able to download Whoa. shows and things like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. You'd be able to select the show. Uh, for, yeah. search, select, for search, select, do the old shows. Isn't that uh, called iTunes? Uh, you could do that on iTunes, but not on your phone. Oh, you can't? Oh, well, well, I guess you could do iTunes on your phone. I have yeah, Android. You could do so it's an iPhone. But everybody wants an app. Everybody Everyone wants, wants their own app, for everybody sure. Um, anyway, oh, that'd be app this. <laughs> Thank you, David, for writing in. All right, David, this David. one uh, From Chris. Uh, yes, I know it's three in the morning. Yes, I know it's after work. Yes, I know I've had several beers. <laughs> But we need more JP on brewing with style. Yeah, that's right. You do. Suck a dick, Chris, Ranger in the BN Army. Sam right. from a Samsung device. Ranger, man. Thank you. People like you on, uh, a person likes you on <laughs> one brewing. Man. Brewing one man. One, one male. Person male. <laughs> white. Yeah, obviously has AI. <laughs> He's very AI. <laughs> yeah, I like doing brewing style. It's fun. It's a good time. <clears throat> I get to like not have to worry about helping drive a show or drive a show i just get to sit and make jokes yeah like it's tasting jamil's job i don't have to i don't have to do yeah, anything yeah, but yeah, yeah. make jokes and we hopefully pretty you know produce some sort of content that's great it's what's different time. about that from here <clears throat> i don't have like a twitter game to run i don't know i see yeah <laughs> no, no, no pressure there there's no pressure. one or two things <laughs> yeah there's no pressure uh, pretend JP's not here. How do you right. like having JP on the yeah, I'll turn, I'll no, turn no, my headphones no. down. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, I can't hear right. anything. No, it's great. It's nice to have another voice in the room. And, yeah. Uh, you let him yeah, talk. I don't have to carry it. And then, uh, you know, he does a great job. <laughs> JP's a great co-host. It's a, oh, it's a beer uh, tasting show, and it does great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Tasty. All right, now, the, so basically, gotta the, get rest of, next. the rest of the <laughs> really? feedback is about <laughs> what they're calling my rant last <laughs> you, week. What they're no, calling really? I don't feel like it was a rant. In fact, I tried to even point out how this one was different. But a different rant? When uh, I read through this feedback today, I at first I got really angry. Yeah. I was very angry. Um, <sighs> I but wish... I've since calmed down, and okay. I don't even I don't know what to say about yeah. it Oh, anymore. yeah, you missed this one. <clears throat> and you uh, should have been part of it. 
I heard about it. I was doing feedback, and, and so like I did three or four pieces of feedback, and then I called Jay. I'm like, so yeah, JJ. I'm understanding that there was something happened. In, in <laughs> JP called. He's what's like, going on? Well, you want to tell me about it? He's like, yeah, what the fuck happened? Because like, yeah. JP gets all the feedback. And, yeah. <laughs> the summary of the next several, and I'm going to read them, don't worry, but the summary of the next several uh, emails. Have the same tone. Are that I, <laughs> that I was a fucking douchebag for talking about behind-the-scenes stuff again. They said I was complaining oh. about my job again. Yeah. Um, and, I thought that was a little harsh. And that I'll it was, be honest. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say before I read this stuff. Yeah, I figured. I just took it as you were targeting your co-host. I was in a sense, but I was. I was also doing what we've always done right. in the 11 years of this program, which is talk about what happens behind the scenes. I was then trying to shed some light. I thought in a non. Um, like I normally do, like a non fuck this place way. Right. I was trying to shed some light on why, in the past, I have been feeling like, fuck this place. So I was trying to shed light on what's current, and anyhow, apparently none of it came out like that. <laughs> and wow, I don't know, that's what, you I know what? Maybe, I don't know. maybe this should be a milestone for the BN. We don't talk about behind-the-scenes stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. No one wants to know about what all they're doing is complaining about me talking about. But that's what we've always done. And yeah. I just, yeah. But me, it was like, you started out by talking about what your day was like. What your day was like. You came in here. Yeah. And there's got guests you didn't even know you're going to have. And you got all these things you're getting blindsided about. They were like production issues. And they were. And look, I get it. It's not always great radio. And it's not for everybody. I know that some people don't like to listen to that. Yeah. But it's always what we've done. I have always come in here and talked yeah. about the things that we fuck up right. and the things that we do wrong. I think the problem is like maybe I'm going through my whiny phase, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's <laughs> like I'm just like. But well, I didn't well need... that, and then there is this obvious you have some sort of disconnect going on with the program here. Yeah, so that they're kind of like you know trying to connect the dots. But that's they don't what want I was those. Trying to, to they do. don't want them to connect. I think that's why they're mad. They don't I, really want to hear about it because I was trying to connect the dots for people. As you're going to hear. People basically want me to shut the fuck up. But <laughs> what happens, though, is then I go to, like, NHC. I go to these events. And what's the first fucking thing everybody asks me? So what's going on, man? Like, yeah. how? what's going on with you and the show? Like, so what do you, which, which is it? <laughs> they you know. want me to shut the fuck up or you want to know what's happening? Both. <laughs> you got you to gotta please everybody. Yeah. You can't please everybody. You're not a jar. There's probably two of different Nutella. groups of people. Right? You're right. Yeah. Or, or I'm not a fluff nutter. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a jar fluff nutter. You're not a giant fucking super burrito. You can't please everybody. I there's can't. at least a few people out there that care. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> no, there's not. I would love you more if you were a super burrito. All right. Let, I'll, let I me read through. Too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> this one's titled Justin's Meltdown. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sent for my iPhone. <laughs> right. Okay, but I didn't melt down. I was, in fact, it was a very clear difference from my normal meltdown. And that was my first inclination. I was like, okay, something happened. You were incensed. I just was trying to talk Big about words. your normal meltdowns are pretty intense. This was not issue. as intense. I think some people took it more seriously. Maybe it went on too long. Your maybe that's the was problem. And I didn't hear it, so I have no idea. But maybe it went on too long, and people were like, well, "Oh my god, that's dude, enough!" There, there was okay. There was no fun involved. It was a little bit harsh. Maybe yeah. that's the problem. Okay. There was no like screaming and. Fu- but I was trying to just say, "Look, this is a real thing." Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, and I wonder. And again, I didn't hear it, so I don't know. Yeah, but I wonder if. You're not here enough to warrant 
coming back and then crying about it. Not crying about it, but you know what I mean? Like complaining about it. I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Here's letter number five. I really didn't mean to say Maybe I it was a point. I don't know. It. But you know what I mean? Like maybe that was it. Maybe people are like, oh, Justin's back. That's cool. And they're pumped about it because I get a lot of feedback that, hey, JP's cool, but we like Justin better. And, you know, while I disagree with that, that's fine. Um, and then I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? And then they're 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 ready for the for the show, and then they just hear a bunch of complaining, and then and but then they, you leave again, and then I'm back, and then it's like a weird. I guess you're right, you know and this mean? is where I don't want to misrepresent myself, and maybe I I feel like, I, like that's what's happening yeah. is uh, because I'm not fed up with the show, right? And this is what we're gonna do. Like, there's a line in one of these emails that set me off in particular. I know exactly that. what you're talking about. Yeah, um, and I thought about taking it. I was like, no. This is it. This is the this is the point of the email. Well, the entire email boils yeah. down to this line. <clears throat> let me read this stuff. So I'll get through it and then I'll whatever. I'll, I'll try not. I'll try not to bore you guys to death. You'll rant about it. I'm gonna try not to though because apparently nobody wants to fucking hear it. Ah, well, three right. people don't want to hear it. All right, Rich writes in. And there's there's people in the room. <laughs> this, <laughs> Rich writes in. This is titled "Sorry." Dear Justin plus the Brewcasters. Uh, so I'm... The, oh, this is different. I'm going to come back to that one. Okay, here we go. Concerned listeners. Listener. Hey, Bevo and Asshats. Justin, don't take out your aggression on us listeners. I know how any job can get old, and imagine you're getting sick of the shit you put up with. Meanwhile, myself and the rest of the listeners just want the station to continue. If you really don't want to do it, then at least pass the torch on to someone who cares. <laughs> wow. At least. That's the literally least you can do, apparently. The very least. I'm going to come back to that sentence in a moment. I'm going to finish the email. I'm going to come back to that sentence. For Christ's sake, he says, don't take it away from us. I'm sure there are plenty of people who will take over if you want to give up. Plenty. Seriously, I would have to find a different job because otherwise factory work would drive me insane. Thanks, uh, John. Send for my apple. Couple things about this email. <laughs> so I wasn't taking out any aggression. I that's what I'm saying was different. Usually I am. I have yeah, in the past have, oh yeah, been yeah. aggressive oh yeah. and taking out my aggression. I was calmly trying to talk about some of the problems that I feel like a company that is 11 years old shouldn't have anymore. Yeah. And that well, that or you say you wonder why I'm frustrated. Here's some examples. That's yeah, kind of I was trying to say like right. the, because people are oh, people are making a bunch of assumptions that I don't want to be here, that I don't care. This is the one, by the way, that, that any, this happened in the forum recently that when it comes through. When people say to me, I don't care, I, oh, it's tough. That's a tough one for me to hear yeah. because the truth is uh, I probably care a little too much. That's part of the deal. That's part of why it's so difficult when the shows don't go right. It bothers me a lot. It bothers me for the listeners because I fucking give a shit. We're yeah. trying. We produce something good here. We create. I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but the, the the don't care thing. It's not that. I care a lot about this program, uh, and that's why I want it to be so good. That's why I'm hard on on the staff. It's why I'm hard on myself. Um, everything. So I'm not trying to. And and I didn't. I wasn't threatening. By the way, to take the show away from you like permanently. Uh, last week, I was making the point that if it's 4.30 in the afternoon, a little bit before showtime, and I don't have any information about my guest, I'm probably going to produce a crappy show for you. And I don't want to give you a crappy show. I want to give you a really good show. So right. I'm going to cancel the show. 
In lieu of producing crappy radio. Yes. Right. Not cancel it like for Maybe I said it wrong. I didn't mean like, fuck it, I'm taking my ball and going home. Right. What I meant was uh, if it, for that particular day, I could choose to do a crappy interview or, or no interview. And I think now I've earned it and our listeners deserve that we should not do crappy. We should only do good interviews. That's all I was saying. So I wasn't trying to like take the show. So uh, we're still getting paid then. Yeah, yeah, double. I'll give you what if I go home, Doc, you get paid double. Good. Yeah, just want to know that. Because legally it's a scheduled work day and you have to give me twenty four hours notice. Well, exactly. Right, and I'm coming in. Otherwise I'll fucking be here. <laughs> late, but I'm gonna go. All right, here's another one. Oh, uh, keep on coming. Hey guys, ninety percent uh, of the time I love your work. Ninety percent. That's pretty <laughs> All good. Right, that's, hey, hey, that's the A minus, bro. I think we should, we, we can go home now. I, I was always an A minus student. I'm ninety. Oh my god, right I take there. that any day. I was like a C minus dude. Uh, Might not surprise you. Mm. I got a B out of smiles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With a happy face. I lost my shit when I got B's. Not in high school. That was different. Because you were, it was good. Uh, no, nah, I just I was smoking a lot of weed. All right, ninety percent of the time, I love your work over here in Australia. Decent brewing media of any form is scarce. <laughs> it's scarce. And I th- in Chechnya, decent <laughs> brewing info is scarce. Yeah, it scares us because <laughs> yeah. if we brew good beer, they shoot us in head. <laughs> right, you're too talented for communism. <laughs> With bullet, we have to make ourselves because oh. there's no bullet factory in Chantney. <laughs> All beer mediocre. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy tuning in the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. One thing uh, last episode kind of did my head in, though. Justin talking about being professional or lack thereof and having an extended, boring, over the top rant about how your colleagues and staff are not professional and threatening to cancel shows, clean staff out, whilst on air is the absolute height of unprofessionalism. Well, look at it this way if that's the high water mark. You can't you can't ruin it. Everything else is going to be an improvement based on right. it, right? He says, I get that those conversations need to happen, but behind closed doors. Uh, they aren't well, for the ears some... of the general public or, uh, it, it, and come across as obnoxious and makes you sound overly full of yourself, especially when complaining about the Beavertown interview, which I thought was fantastic, he says. Um, so I actually don't disagree with you in a normal environment, but that's not the Brewing Network. We, <laughs> we are not a normal environment. I have brought this shit up for since day one. Yeah. Since day one. I, But I can stop. I could stop talking about the stuff that happens behind the scenes and just do it like everybody. But I think it's lame. I think it's lame when companies just put on like a smiley face and they're like, nah, everything's cool. Like, we're all great. Yeah, I mean, when people tune in. To listen, they're good. They want to know what's up with you guys. What, what's new? You know, what, you know what? Uh, what's it like being on the Brewing Network? Well, I'm glad we didn't do it in a normal behind-the-scenes format. This way, we had witnesses. And it was recorded. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't uh, shoot anybody. Uh, I don't. Know, but I, I can I, stop. I, I, I know think... it's uncomfortable. The fact is, I know it's uncomfortable. It's fucking uncomfortable in here too. I just think... I didn't think twice about it. I thought it's better done on the air. But yeah. look, I cannot do it on the air. It's okay. Um, she does like that's going to happen. Uh, anyway, so it's just my two cents um, from Cameron. Thanks for writing in, Cameron. Yeah. Well, thanks uh, for the compliment. Here's another one. Of course there's another one. 
on being professionals. While Justin's rant <laughs> about Robert Plant Jr. wasn't very good radio. <laughs> I wish that was his name. I, <laughs> oh, man. I did appreciate hearing his thoughts on the BN and professionalism. You guys offer by far the best brewing-related content out there. I passed the Cicerone exam without ever reading a single book on brewing, thanks to the wealth of information you provided. See, well, there you go. That's a positive one. That being said, oh, <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> there's good days and bad days at the BN, and it carries through in the programming. Hearing Justin say that 11 years into it, everything or everyone rather ought to be pros uh, and approach it as such was refreshing. He says, "I hope you guys continue to get better and better at what you do, and the brewing world will benefit greatly." Look, we're going to continue to get better. The BN's not going anywhere. I, like I, I wasn't threatening to, to pull the BN off air like I already explained. It was just a, it was a one-show <laughs> right. deal. Right. But, look, I, you know what? I think I'm coming across the wrong way. I think I'm coming across as whiny. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll cut it out. I, I had stopped complaining in general since I, la- I did my little hiatus. Yeah. And I came back, and I came back knowing that I shouldn't do too much on-air complaining. But this was a, like a particular thing. It felt like a behind-the-scenes thing that should be talked about, yeah. especially because coming out of NHC and stuff, literally every question people asked me were like, what's going on? And so I thought I would help connect the dots. But I think maybe Tacey's right. As soon as I connect the dots, people's heads explode. Hmm. did not want to hear it. It's like a whole fucking thing. <laughs> like it, it can't be real. It's got to be fake. Yes. Right. So quit it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Close the door mm-hmm. and argue. We don't do it in front of us. All right. You want to hear Spam of the Week? Yes. This one's long, JP. <clears throat> Is it too long? No, it's just long. Is it long? Uh, spam of the week. Hello, Andre. <laughs> Hello, Andre. This must have been to you. This was that. This was from a listener actually, who says, "My name is not Andre," uh, and it, like they they and, and it, a lot of it was based around pictures that he sent as an attachment, but pictures don't work on radio. But it's like they used my photo, but not my name, and it was like oh, a whole really? like super they highly had his photo. Yeah, it was like a super highly targeted spam sent to him with entirely just retarded um, facts. Uh, you'll as you read along, it, it just it makes no sense. It was the most the most odd phishing uh, email I've ever read, and I've read would a lot you, of them. Would you say it's artificial intelligence? I'd say it's super AI. Okay, yeah, for sure. Hello, Andre. <laughs> I need help from you. My name is Maria Flangia. <laughs> All right. My name is Harrison Fjord. <laughs> it's like Maria. a lot of vagina. I am Harrison Ford. This is my wife, Maria Flangia. <laughs> Maria Flangia. It's the stupidest. Uh, I'm from Los Angeles, California. Uh, I don't wish to go to the authorities, but wish to make you aware your identity has been compromised. Uh, please help me. My phone number is 323-999-8089. Or direct me to someone who could help me find this person that did this. I will contact my local TV station if there is no answer. <laughs> what? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's over. very, it just it escalates very, very quickly. Please help me understand something I found through my internet search. Number one, the phone number, blah, 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 is registered under your name in Jacksonville, Florida. All my phone records with an online date relate to this phone number. <laughs> and this guy doesn't live in Florida, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Picture of a distinctive person was used under several aliases, including yours, on LinkedIn. The person pictured was used, and I met online, <laughs> never in person. And finally, the person in pictures I was sent by the online date were of Wame Lorente from Spain instead of John Andre. Of course they 
they were fucking Wame. That guy's always getting in on John Andre's shit. What Wame. A piece of shit that is. <laughs> Wame's an asshole, dude. Instead of John Andre, as I thought initially via OK Cupid date site. <laughs> I've so this been is a, a blackmail piece. Yes. I've been a fool and embarrassed to say more, but I strongly believe my pictures are now being used to create a new identity for false pretenses in the internet world. <laughs> but she says that Andre's uh, ID has been compromised, and then she ends it with my idea. Like, what yeah. is happening? It's the man? weirdest spam. <laughs> Super weird. In Chechnya, we're happy when ID stolen. <laughs> when identity is stolen, it makes us feel like we are alive. <laughs> we have no identity. All for government. If someone wants our identity, it feels like we have something of value. <laughs> We only have one ID, and everybody has to borrow it. In Chechnya, we have one ID. I'm on waiting list for 49 years. It's been relaminated 297 times. I can't buy beer, so I make beer myself. I have to wait for ID to buy wine. I love that. In Chechnya, we can't afford beer, so we homebrew. Wait. That's everywhere. <laughs> we can't afford home either, but that's okay. We yeah. forest brew. <laughs> we don't call it home brew. Yeah. We call it sidewalk brew. Right. <laughs> Instead of fro in America, you have frost brewed. In Chechnya, we have forest brewed. <laughs> it's same thing, but very different. In Chechnya, there's no home. We should reply to him. I think he's in trouble. He should, you know, get there. I think we should. You know, he uh, should get an attorney. Yeah. He's in big shit. I like the veiled shit. threat. Of like, I'm going to contact the TV station TV if station. I don't hear back from you. Oh exactly. my god! Yeah. Oh, and, uh, all right. I'm be like, wow. Well, I don't want that. We're going to be all over that news. Oh, uh, we're fucked now. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Huh? You guys, you guys, been out of Drake's recently? Which yeah, one? yeah uh, I was, was there, out there a couple of weeks times. ago. Actually, yeah. Uh, the brewery or uh, the, the any one of them? They now so you got the brewery, you got the barrel house. We're at the barrel house. You got yeah. the the, uh, the 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 dealership. The dealership. I've never been to the dealership. Oh, oh you got to go to the dealership. The dealership's cool. badass. It yeah? is. Yeah, it's yeah. got one of the best patios in Oakland. Really, it is. It's yes. Not the whole Bay Area. It's like a real beer garden. Okay, it, it's it's really nice. Okay, yeah. I'll make a, I'll make an effort. That's all. I'm just bringing it up because I love the place. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah. Um, go no, check I it gotta out. go there. I oh. gotta go there. Drinkdrakes.com. Check this out. I don't know if you if you guys have seen this. I saw it crawl across my Facebook page, and you know we're always talking about home brewing gadgets and all this kind of shit. There's a, a new plastic conical on the market. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's on Kickstarter. Um, apparently, it it's like a, it acts like a conical on your on your fucking tabletop, and you can harvest yeast from the bottom of it. Like during fermentation, so it's really? got its own shoulder. You mean like a regular conical, like a regular conical, but it's but it's plastic and it sits on your counter. So I guess it has like a. It's frame. got its own shoulders. Like you have a yeah, picture yeah. of it, and it's it got its own, a, yeah, uh, gives you access to the bottom of the cone. I assume. Yeah, it, so it's like a there's a three inch butterfly valve, which to me is fucking huge. Three inch. And so you can, I guess you. The idea is you leave the 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 butterfly valve open. And oh, you pitch that your is yeast. a large valve. Yeah, and then you pitch your yeast, and then the yeast kind of collects at the bottom. And so when you're done, you can close the valve and cap off the, the mason jar or whatever, and you have a pitch to you know, rewash no. your yeast or whatever. No, it's you also, can harvest yeast that way. I mean, it's a, three inches big. You could, it's yeah. huge. And it, you know, like, like what a, she said. You know, in a, in a, <laughs> in a half said. inch, it's sometimes Maybe it's, it's slow to get started. Yeah. It's That's not, a huge dump. It's not what your nurse said. but No, it's not, no. She, I think she snickered. It's also clear plastic, like the kind of like the better bottle uh, uh, conical. 
So right. I like that because a lot of the plastic fermenters out there, you can't. They're, yeah, they're and, like a bucket, like you can't see in. Yeah, and I guess that uh, uh, they they scienced it up a bit, and there's like ninety percent um, uh, scratch resistance, ninety percent more scratch resistant than than normal plastic fermenters. I need that, which is huge, right? And yeah. and uh, the the lid pops off like the entire lid. I don't know. It seems like a cool. It seems like a cool. Is deal. it for sale right now? Uh, yeah, it's on Kickstarter. The Catalyst fermentation system. So, oh, so if you look up yet. the just... Catalyst beer fermenter. So it's like half as scratchy. It's like 90% less. Half as scratchy. Yeah. So they scratch it's, like, sh- it's like having half a 12-pack. All right? <laughs> yeah, half a 12-pack. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> do, we have a drunk, do we have a drunk of the week? Or, uh, oh, yeah. Ma- there was no other. Yeah, Mac is our drunk. Yes, yeah. Mac. There you go, buddy. So it's not made. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's not made yet, but uh, so I don't know. So the Kickstarter cool. campaign has to work for it to get made? I guess, yeah. All right. Well, what, what's the deal? What can I do? How can I get a hold of one of those? Uh, it's on Kickstarter. I think you just search the Catalyst. I see. Okay. Yeah. And you'll, you'll find it. It's uh, pretty cool. It looks pretty neat. That does look cool. And if it's tabletop, I like that, too. It's fucking tabletop, right? I have tables. <laughs> In <laughs> Chechnya, we have table, but no tabletop. It's like saying it's got a stand. It's, yeah. it's four legs in field. <laughs> <laughs> Government on top of table. But we own right in the middle. Fuck you, government. We sit around. We laugh, laugh, yeah. laugh. <laughs> Only if government knew about middle of table. <laughs> We kept leaf. <laughs> yeah, leaf is our own. Uh, all right. Or we eat off one. of leaves. <laughs> I love this joke. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh, what was our Twitter game today? Uh, the BN is now sponsoring a ride in Disneyland, but we're leaving it up to you guys to determine what oh, ride that is could be. and where we're going to rename it. I want to go on a ride. Me too. Uh, all right. So what do we, how do we do? What do we get? Uh, well, Jeff Gorelnik says, uh, Mr. Tasty's fucked up crack deal. Nah. Or the what? Bevo in Wonderland <laughs> shit-faced drunk spinning beer cups. Huh. Bevo uh, in Wonderland. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's Your the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is now Mr. Tasty's fucked up crack deal. I like that one. Which, if you ride the ride, that's a that's, that's pretty, pretty good description. It's pretty accurate. doesn't that would take many modifications. Crack. Huh? He doesn't crack. He doesn't, well, he doesn't crack. give out crack, Jason, but he might I, buy it. Did I tell you I had your beer out at Social Kitchen? Oh, yeah. The, the uh, tasty, tasty treat? Treats? Yeah. I had it. Okay. It's um, a little hoppy, oh. isn't it? We got a keg here. I had it. We it do? was served yeah. in a really good glass. Like, where were you going with that? <laughs> Nowhere. I'm just bringing it up. Because <laughs> we were talking about Tasty the Crack. They didn't say right. and anything I about it. The tasty no, no, yeah. It's, on, it's uh, limited in the market, but it's here. Yeah. I liked it. I haven't put it on yet. It has that, like, like cinnamon. Uh, ginger, cinnamon. Ginger Dude, I had to wait. Yeah, it's, that's why it's called Tasty Treats. I had to wait two to. and a half weeks to get my beer on tap here, and, then I, and I wasn't even in town. So you'll have to wait a little bit longer. It's a half barrel. Yeah. And it, it, it's not going to move that fast. So it'll be on for at least a week. Okay, good. Tasty gets expedited to the front of the line. <laughs> I know he does. Just because he complains. I think it's know. waiting for Kevin to You're get back. You're too quiet. So it's also the death pool, too. There's a, yeah, we don't. We're yeah, hurry afraid. up, will you please? <laughs> we're afraid that it, How sad will I be if there's keg of tasty, <laughs> tasty treat in kegger and tasty dye? Everybody inevi- drink with tears inevitable. in their eyes. It's yeah. inevitable. I'm going to keep doing collaborations. I'm going to die. It's one of those things. Chechnya, we wait for nothing. <laughs> That's good. I'll have some in the pipeline. 
We have nothing to wait for. For the party. We wait for that. We welcome death, as a matter of fact. We don't wait for it. We welcome exactly. it. We, welcome. we beckon it. We climb Blindly. from tall building and fall down. It's paradise. But we can't afford tall buildings, so we just lay Blindly. down and feel. <laughs> we keep climbing on the hillside and rolling down, yeah. rolling down, Ho- rolling down. Hoping, hoping for one sharp rock to pierce base of skull. But all rocks are gone. Yeah, All rocks move to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks were bored in Chechnya. There's nothing to do. Yeah. No military to be thrown at. So they just roll to Ukraine to be thrown at Russians. Uh, I saw Rock once. Yeah. My, My grandmother told away. me about Rocks once. <laughs> she remember cooking Rock. For supper. <laughs> supper. It was one rock. It's how we clean teeth after supper. Right. We all share it. Uh, Much like ID. <laughs> Chechnyan rule number two say if you have ID, you cannot have rock at the same time. <laughs> Must not have Chechnya's only two possessions at single time. That would make you president. <laughs> only, only, and uh, being president of Chechnya means assassination. Immediately. <laughs> Immediate death. <laughs> Immediately. So we're very careful. With nation's only bullet. <laughs> Made of rubber. <laughs> Made of rock. <laughs> Made of, of Chechnya's <laughs> last rock. Yeah. We keep it in glass case. <laughs> Okay, not really glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like covered in leaves in middle of field. <laughs> yeah. With treasure map. <laughs> okay, what's the next Twitter one? <laughs> X doesn't mark the spot, can't afford that many letters. <laughs> a marks the spot. It's more of a slash. It's more backslash. <laughs> it's half a backslash. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Go. <laughs> Don't have that many letters on keyboard. <laughs> Next. All right, sorry. <laughs> Next. We borrow keyboard from Lithuania. Uh, <laughs> so the, the crack ride. What else? Uh, Bevo in Wonderland. Oh, shit yeah. face, drunk, spinning beer cups. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ian Stringer says uh, we should take over Autopia and call it the grenade because that piece of crap should have been blown up years ago. Uh-huh. Which I kind of agree. Autopia here, or the here. grenade? Autopia. Okay. Uh, maybe ride, both. I don't know. Kind of boring. Okay. Uh, John McConnell says the suck a dick, it doesn't matter horn. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that too. Uh, Justin81 says the Dumbo ride, call it Justin's life, full of ups and downs on a flying elephant. Okay. And then last but not I mean, least, that is my life, but no. I don't get that. But yeah, um, maybe like when you know the DC. It's just because he had to fit it into a pink elephant, maybe the drunk uh, elephant yeah. from Dumbo. Oh yeah, the pink could, elephant that could work. Yeah, okay. Um, and then finally, Will says uh, <laughs> something called the Chechnyan Chamber of Sadness. <laughs> it's only a <laughs> it's only a concrete room, but it's always closed for repairs. <laughs> Listen, a concrete room in Chechnya is happiness. That's mall. It's room. <laughs> That's a mansion. We right. finally have roof. Always yeah. closed. <laughs> well, all we're right. laughing pretty hard. I think, it. is that, all right, I think it's between Tasty's Crack House. No. The only thing I don't like about that is that he doesn't do crack. No, it's but not, he, he, you don't know that. Well, I'll tell you, right now, I don't. <laughs> but, 
How am I supposed to trust you? Well, <laughs> prove it. I thought we were having harmony today. Anybody that knows me, I would no, uh, have no reason to lie. No, How many Brillo pads do you have in your, in your fucking car right now? Brillo pads? Yeah. <laughs> How many roses and glass tubes have you, have, you, have you bought from, no, from no, the fucking gas station store? Did you trade in the Forerunner for a Winnebago? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no. no. <laughs> uh, I, I like the JP... It doesn't suck, matter. Suck horn. a dick. It doesn't matter. Horn. Yes, uh, I, I like, like that. that. Except, now, John yeah. McConnell. There you go. If the Matterhorn cars were like cock and ball shaped, that'd be really cool. They're close. You do have to sit uh, in a weird straddly position oh, okay. on the Matterhorn. Not anymore. Too, so. It's changed. Oh, oh. Yeah. Now you get individual seats. There's no cuddle seats. Is what they called. Them. Oh, I think I remember that uh, when I went with you no. guys. I, that's shameful. It is shameful. Because when I was a kid, when you were like. 12, 13? 13, like, 12, 13 to 15, whatever. Yeah, like, that's the boner generator. You invited a chick to the Matterhorn, and it was innocent, but and, you sat there. And, and she slid back against and you. Yeah. And then you knew she liked you. She either sat forward. Oh, and felt and held her. Or she slid oh, back she and would sit back against you. And then you were like, I'm ah. in. Well, that's how you lock her in place. And then you <laughs> actually the were in. <laughs> I, was, I was 13, Bevo. What does that mean? Nothing. I Nothing. Had wood, I was it. Wasn't doing it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wood was constant, but you could never chop. You that. didn't know right. what to do with it. We got a couple good ones after I, I cut off the Mark Twain Riverboat and call it the Labruski Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I think that'd be I like good. That too. Yeah, that's about it. That's a good one. All right. Right. Are we done? I think we're done. How done? We're not sure what we're doing next week. We thought we were sure, but we might rearrange next week's guest. So I'm not going to announce what we're doing. Maybe, you know what? We'll announce it next Monday at 6 p.m. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. That's when you'll find out who's on next week's show. But it'll be a good show. I mean, we're putting out gold right now. Oh, my God. If you ask we're me. Out, oh, we're sure. run. I mean. Chechnyan gold. Chechnyan gold. This nation's only rock painted silver. Because <laughs> we think silver is really gold. <laughs> It's so pretty. The we silver. can't even afford gold paint. <laughs> Everything is gray here. I have heard that Chechnya. my Chechnyan cousin Latka might show up for one of our Monday shows. Really? Yeah, Latka called in last week. Oh, he did? She, I didn't know that. She did. Oh, yeah. Latka is clearly a she. Oh, yeah. Right. It's a she for okay, sure. Great. In Chechnya, we can hardly tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. She has impressive facial hair. She does. And yeah. armpit hair. So we'll see. I mean, maybe that could happen next week. Uh, That'd be great. Uh, we'll see. I you know who I think is going to be in the studio next week? Who? Blubber. Really? Yes. He's going to be in town. In the studio? I think so. I think I'm going to try to wrangle him to be in the studio. Is he in town? He's going to be in town you this Then why weekend. wouldn't he be in the studio? I, I, that's what I'm saying. Well, he has he's, lots of plans. Yeah, in 11 plans. years that he has contributed to this program... He's never been in our studio. I know. I agree. So he's. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring him in. I'll do my best. You must. What do I have to do? It has to happen, JP. You have to pay me $10 million. Mm. Chechnyan million? Um, or... <laughs> Chechnyan dollars. Oh, I got this. I'll write the check now. I'm in. <laughs> Lock of hair <laughs> covered in red ribbon. I'm actually. I'm going to write you a check for a million dollars, but I'm going to tear it in half and hand it to you. <laughs> Chechnyan million is like scab <laughs> with lock of hair. Ew. <laughs> Bound together with dried pus. Oh, oh God. <laughs> all right, JP, take it away. We'll oh, see shit. you all next week. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Bo, join us from uh, Ostman Brewing over in Norway to talk about Yorkshire Squares, Handsome Brewers, and how to land a hot Norwegian broad. 
Check out their beers over at Ostman.no. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcasts and go to EarsUpPodcast.com as JP, Terrence, Bevo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Go check out Moscow's Hop Cartoons over at HopLifeStore.com. Get, some, uh, get on Twitter for some good beer insight and homebrew information. Follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDole at Tasty McD, JP at Major Jip with two Ps because he's awesome, and Warren is adding to the noise over at Another Beardy. Today's show is produced by JP, and your host has been Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Justin's in my sky and winning the race. JP does great as his charity care.